This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on the Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tim Foyle Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr., Don't Text Me With Your Green Bubbles, a.k.a. I Only Debate My Equals, Everybody Else I Teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me, Mr. If You Don't Like Me, Fight Me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. I'm hotter than the devil with a fever, wearing a leather and a beater, in a sweater while eating a jalapeno fajita. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? I'm like sick in real life, but I'm also sick of your shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's your man Dame going wild, the West Side Landlord, the pride of PA, High Chief Dame don't fuck around, a liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame. And the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. It's not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Let's go. Uh, we also got a special guest in the building today. I wonder if you think, you think he got some intros, man? I feel like name tag is ready. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, introduce yourself. What's going on, y'all? It's your favorite rapper's favorite rapper, name tag Alexander, a.k.a. a rapper with a podcast, a.k.a. Probably top 10 best MCs out of Detroit, Michigan. Ooh, talk that shit. You know, a.k.a. What else we got? Warriors and Five? <laughs> AKA, Come on, man. Come on, man. A.k.a. Leading Be Legendary. A.k.a. The Name Is Tag. I ain't really come too prepared with too many AKAs, but I was like, you know what? I need to have a few. Well, we fuck with it. Uh, welcome, welcome, man. Welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 105. Yeah. Yeah, 105. Um, we back. We don't got to, uh, like, everybody normal and shit. I'm not washed. You sick? Well, I can't say normal. You sick. I mean, I'm a little I'm a little under the weather. I need somebody's mama to come take care of me. This nigga walked through the door. I'm like, nigga, are you got them house shoes? I do. They're lumberjacks. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the red and black lumberjack house shoes. Like, fam, you can't drive in house shoes, fam. Why the fuck can I? They're shoes. No, they not. They they too uh, scrunchy and shit. It's, like, it's kind of difficult. I had the I had the Nike slides on trying to drive. This. I've been it's driving difficult. in house shoes all day long. It's I not mean, difficult. I forgot that you can get a ticket driving in flip flops. They well, said because your uh, the flip flop can get stuck, stuck in between on, the yeah. brake or whatever. Well, first of all, you have to pull me over, and it's going to be a high speed chase. I'm a fugitive in three counties. <laughs> well, it's not Wayne, <laughs> Oakland, and Washington right now. I'm not pulling the fuck over. Well, if your if your flip flop gets stuck. Underneath the joint, you ain't got to worry about us. High speed. It's gonna be a high speed chase because you can't stop right. the car. <laughs> um, God's plan. How was your week, man? Other than your your, your cold there, uh, been pretty dope. Shout out to the class of twenty eighteen graduates. My niece graduated from King this week. Shit was crazy seeing her walk across the stage, and I remember when she was a bump in her mama's belly. Yeah. So uh, shout out to the graduates. Everybody that went. I'm not shouting you out for going to prom because prom ain't shit but a cabaret without mm-hmm. liquor. But graduate said it ain't liquor there. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> so it's, a, it's a cabaret because you got to bring your own liquor. <laughs> yeah, but uh, shout out to everybody that walked across the stage and that's going on a higher higher education. I love to see graduation season. Or some of you are done. 
This is the peak. Hey man, this is this is like a new beginning. Whether you go to college or just do something with your fucking life, don't let this be it. Man, don't let yourself peak in high school. You don't want to be that nigga. There's a lot of niggas that did that. Hey man, right in high school. So me and I'm coming up with my 20 year reunion in high school, and I'm looking at chicks that like used to be. That's bad. next year for you. Yes, yeah, next year for me. I'm looking at chicks that like used to be bad. Work. And now, like, they Henny and that Patron and turn y'all into zombies. Y'all the walking dead. Well, you throw 20 years on anybody, and you're going to look a lot different. Hey, man, I, I'm still handsome I don't know. Fuck. I look kind of the same. Well, I'm kind of the same. Like, for myself, like, I, I think I look the same since all my baby pictures. Like, I, I just got the same face. However, if you was, like, I was real skinny in high school or just younger. And, like, if you was, like, real skinny, like, you look normal now. yeah. yeah. If you was like one of the chicks who had like a cold body, like you big as hell now, or if you was a girl that was skinny, like you probably like spread out just yeah. a tad. Bit one of my dad's right homeboys place. always used to tell me. He said, "Thick at seventeen is a recipe for fat at thirty-five. Yeah, yeah. he ain't never lied. Hey man, That's I'm I'm ready for prime season to be over, fam. Like I'm tired of driving down the street and seeing these balloons and all this little shit. I'm really tired of Instagram. Because uh, I feel like every prime picture for the guys look exactly the same. It's a nigga with a nappy fro uh, with his ankles showing with some loafs and some buffs, though. Yeah, I was just going to say the pants are stopped right at the ankles. And I've been seeing niggas out there with cardboard cutouts and shit. Shout out to them. I'm, I mean, I guess this sound kind of fuck like I'm hating, but like I had a great prime. So, yeah, I mean, it's your just, shit didn't top mine in my, 19, in my 1952 Rolls Royce that was Eleanor Roosevelt's car. So, it was just different. Uh, I can't be hating, but. I don't know, man. Some of this shit seems like... You are, just a little bit. No, some of this shit seems like y'all doing a little bit too much. Like the family's doing a little bit too much. Like, like this is... This is this is y'all peak. I got a lot of kids I got to deal with going through high school graduation. I'm telling y'all right now, I'm not caking up for that shit. I'm for your not. youngest, man, they gonna want holograms by then. I give a fuck less what they want. Matter of fact, this shit could be online by now. Everybody gonna be digital and shit. After FaceTime and prom. Right. <laughs> After 18 years of paying child support, I don't give a fuck what you go to prom in. Mm. Nigga, you're done. Mm. You're done. Yeah, man. Because my parents didn't help me out with prom. It's Ain't like, nobody give me shit. It's like... Like, y'all throwing a party for your daughter who, like, hey, go to get... To get fucked tonight. <laughs> like, hey, go have sex tonight. Yeah, so like basically. for 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 uh you let your so you gonna let your son or daughter stay out the night of prime or how I mean, that my, work? I look at it like my son he'll be eighteen by the time he graduate. I mean I stayed out all night because I, I I see people out here like I don't want to be getting un- rooms for their children and shit. I don't want to be unrealistic about the shit. Like no, do I want my kids fucking no? But like I had, to, I had to go home on prime. Night. I, man, my shit was so weak. <laughs> like I, I had to, I had to go home. I, I, I didn't. There wasn't no. Uh, you about to go to the to the party? Go me. Go to the um, a room and all shit. Like I had to go home. I had a room. I didn't go home. Matter of fact, I didn't even fuck on prom night. I fucked the day I, after. I didn't ever. I didn't. Like I, it was my girlfriend. Like so, it's not like I've never had sex with her. You know what I'm saying? But like it was like the day after. But it was prom night. I know. So, you know, everybody. I stayed else, out know. all night. My girlfriend at the time was a year younger than me. Like she stayed out all night with me. Like her parents knew we were fucking. Like she ended up being my wife yeah. later <laughs> on. But I'm just saying, like, like my date's parents were probably being oh cool with it. But like my parents was like, hey nigga, you you bringing your ass home? Hey man, my mom was pulling off to church. I'm pulling back up in a rental. That's how my that's like how my prom like I stayed till it was time to check out. Man. I was good to stay out. My shit. It was just a bad night. Like my boy, this around the time, this was 04 yeah. with Cass graduation. So 
Shit, this around the time, like, they was snatching Ye's heavy. So I remember Casper King snatched my boy Ye, so he was out of it. That brought down the spirit of the night, and I know for a fact I didn't smash. In fact, I went straight home, but then my boys hit me up, like, yo, we got a party over here. So I think I ended up doing that, and then ended up going back to the crib still. So it was, it was, oh, shit. It was extremely I'm whack. sorry, I'm watching the game at the same time. <laughs> and uh, Steph just put up a crazy three, and he got fouled. He didn't get the end oh, one. Yeah, he knocking them down all night. My bad. Fuck. I said Cavs on six Look last week, and now I'm Look looking like this. an idiot. But I'm still riding with the Cavs. Uh, so what you? So that's funny you mentioned uh, niggas snatching buffs and shit and snatching Cardis. Hey man, when did Detroit niggas start wearing Cardis? Like what year? I, I, the reason like I'm asking is I started having a, I was having a conversation with my uh, my barber today. Shout out to Tony Rome, uh, Tony Rome's Barbershop on Eight Mile Evergreen. Go get a cut. Uh, we was listening to um, we was listening to some old Jay Z. You know when Jay Z was like, ain't no. Cartiers and you switch your frames, blah, yeah. blah, blah. That was what, 96? I was reading book. No, that was um, Imaginary Playmates. Yeah, that was like 97. Yeah. Like 97 ish. When did Detroit niggas start wearing Cartiers? First time I remember a nigga in Cartiers was my homeboy Ellis. He graduated high school in 95 and he wore some Cartiers to prom. Now, first my, time I'd ever seen some shits in my now life. Now, my barber, he said first nigga he seen rocking some woods was LL Cool J. Oh shit! Ooh, that's going back. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I don't remember that, but like, I know niggas had to wear them y'all, bitches at some point, right? Google that, pull that up. But yeah. like, clearly it's a de- it's Cardi just a Detroit thing, right. yeah. But like, when did that shit start? When did we just like, all right, y'all, this, this is our it. thing. This is what we wear. Like, when did that shit <laughs> we happen? Had a, we had a meeting at Cobo. <laughs> right. Everybody, everybody, everybody gathered. <laughs> yeah. Like, if we had to pick a year. Because when I was in high school, Cardi's was a thing. Yeah. I'm going back to 95. That's as far back as I can remember. That okay. sounds like a good a good start. Okay. Because, like, what? I graduated 2000. So, all through high school, Cardi's was a thing. So, that was right. 96 when I went into high school. So, at least, you know, I'll just say 95. Because yeah. I don't, I mean, in middle school, I had no, I knew nothing about that shit. Cause no, because I was poor. in middle school. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, you know, I just knew nothing about that shit. But I've seen, like, my daughter in middle school, and I've seen, like, Kids like seventh, mm. fifth grade with all white sticks on. You ever seen Damn. a white person with some buffs? I have. What kind I, of white I know. What kind I know. Of white, a, my what, homeboy Doug. What kind of white person though? I mean, it's my nigga Doug. He definitely has like four black baby mamas. Okay, and he, he drives an old school. Like, so he from the neighborhood? Like, oh yeah, he, he from he's, Southwest. He's from the coast. He's that white yeah, person. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you like just a regular old? Oh no, just guy at work. He got the I, standard. The standard. I work in account. I work in accounting. <laughs> And I come to, and I come to work in some woods. Ain't mm-hmm. never seen it. Like That's who wild. they make this shit for? Us. You ever think like like who they make this shit for? Like it got to be us because I never seen. It's like some one off shit when you see somebody. Right. You know what I'm saying? I asked my homeboys. They was like he was like they was out in Cali in Beverly Hills. I'm like, well, that's different because you in Beverly <laughs> Hills. So uh, when they were shopping on Rodeo and shit like that, but like I just don't never see like a regular random exactly dentist with the buffs on. Like who do they make these shits? They got he they his, make them for Detroit specifically. He's he putting his money in mutual funds <laughs> yeah. and IRAs. You're not about to shit. get your teeth clean and just like, excuse me, are those yays? <laughs> and then to him, you saying it wrong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, we need a who, who, we need a Cartier connoisseur. I need to, I need this shit. We need to break this shit down once and for all, man. Let me call. Matter of fact, 
Let me call Cartier right quick. Call the headquarters and shit. There was an article that got removed from the internet, and it was talking about like the history of Cartiers in Detroit. And they interviewed like Doughboy's Cash Out and a Cartier distributor. And somebody had come in. I remember real specifically that somebody had come into the city to buy Cartiers, and he got presented with like twelve hundred different frames, but only like forty five of them were like real. Damn. So I mean, niggas be buying gas that's station cars. Never thought about like that's kind of like, how did that become a thing? Like period. And you niggas, said what now? He came into the I was city. Texting. I was texting. My bad. No, no. He came into the city to like buy bulk uh, official Cartier glasses. And Who did? It was some distributor. Okay. I, I, the articles mm. has been snatched offline because it talked about the violence behind mm. Cartiers as well. And he said he came in and he was presented with like twelve hundred frames, but only like forty five. Were like authentic frames. Facts, yeah. All these shit's fake. Yeah. I mean, I just seen a flyer the other day. Somebody dropped in a group there. It was like, nigga, $400, come get all your new buffs and shit. Like, I ain't never been into them. I don't wear glasses. Yeah, I, I never, never fuck. I, you know, like, I can't front, dog. I do want to get some sticks. Like, I'm, I'm going to wear that. But like, them bitches going to be prescription. <laughs> and wearing the bitches to work. Like, but, what up? But let me ask, like, because is there a time where you retire your buffs? Well, like the, if you got like the woods, you know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. something different. But like, the, uh, like if you get some blue boys or whatever, like them is like relatively low key. Now you can ice them bitches out. And now you looking like a, the neighborhood dope right. boy. But depending on, like, only reason I ain't really got some yet is like I don't really necessarily want to deal with the attention that come exactly. with it. I don't want to have to shoot a nigga for trying to get me, or like it's just a certain. Certain vibes. Sometimes I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I want them bitches. Like, but. Like me, I was solo a lot. So I ain't like, I wasn't trying to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm asking for it. You know what I'm saying? So. But we brought up this in, in the topic for our group chat. Like, you get to a certain age and you have like a reputation. Mm-hmm. You've been in the streets for, say, 10, 15 years. Like, when do you retire your reputation? When does that shit go away? That's mm. that. That's a really good question because that's actually on the on the thread. Yeah. for our, our conversation today, uh, and the reason that comes up is like you know this week, uh, the Drake and the Pusha T yeah. shit came to an end. Week. How y'all think? Week. We walk. We walk into it. How y'all? How you feel about that name tag? I'm up and down with it because from on one point I understand how much I can wait for y'all to ask this shit too, but I understand how much that. You know, Jay Prince, the Prince family, got invested in Drake. He like the top artist in the game. So, like we saw, Pusha T, as we said, you know, n- you know, uh, wound him a little bit yeah. with those bars. So, they so you're probably, saying he was protecting his investment? I, I honestly think so. Like, okay. yo, like this shit might, you know what I'm saying? If he was saying this is going to be a surgical summer and he's saying he got some shit for him, I think they knew this and they like, you know what, fall back, Drake. Don't, this ain't even like you, so don't even really – and, and you know he say he had a verse on or, or a track. Well, see, or whatever. this the this the issue though um, that I don't even like with Drake in this situation is so Kanye actually called Jay Prince mm-hmm. and squashed the shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because Weak. the Drake diss was mainly aimed at Kanye, at Kanye again, right. and the quote unquote dirt that was going to ruin people's careers was going to ruin Kanye's career. Yeah. And he, he had some shit for Pusha, but this was like, a Kanye why are you not thing. aiming it at this man right yeah. here that's, you know. Now, personally, my personal opinion is that it was some Kim Kardashian shit 
Uh, oh, yeah. Maybe it was some pictures and shit that, that Amber Worlds, remember she allegedly referred to. Yeah. And I think that was going to tell everybody that Mike Dean really be making Kanye beats and shit. So if you don't, make the, you don't write the raps or make the beats, or make the beats you know what, what I'm saying? Like you? that can severely you know? hurt you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think that was going to come out, all the extra people that helped write, and I think that was going to come out and it was going to severely hurt. And I think he was going to, Drake may have been out of character. That's one point of view. Right. Other point of view is, I'm not even sure there's a fucking record. I don't. I don't think so. Because Jay Prince said he didn't even hear the record. Yeah. He just heard what was going to be in it. Now, could it have been some shit like when Diddy brought it up? Like, well, you know how he was saying Biggie had yeah a record written for Pac that they told him to fall back on. It could have been that, which is why he say he never heard it. Maybe, but then you know they say he don't write. But you know, like maybe it could have been that. Like, man, he released that record. It's called. You know what I'm saying? You know what? What he is a uh, make your mouth be so beast like them. The, 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 the Tupac um, diss. Uh, you yeah, nobody till you know, somebody kills you. Yeah. yeah, like nigga, that was a Tupac diss. Like both verses. Even talk about a nigga going to jail. Heard a three to nine fucked you up for real though. Like he, yeah. that was a Tupac diss. All the shit like nigga. Your spirit above me, like was that the long was, kiss goodnight one too though. When he like sending shots at him and that, both. Yeah. But like, so that was a that was a, a true no, back and forth. Long he, kiss is the long kiss is okay. the song. Long kiss is the is the actual diss song. Yeah, that was long kiss goodnight. Uh, but like shit, that was di- that was. But they won't ever say that that was the actual diss right. song. It's like we never put it out. We never put it out. I think that's what was it, and that was ultra disrespectful. One of my favorite songs that was big, flowing at his my personal, his best. His best yeah. I just don't feel like Drake had one. Obviously, I knew he didn't have one when, and I'll say we, a lot of people didn't know he didn't have one when he came with the statement. It yeah. was like, whoa, wait a minute, like what you doing? You could have put that in some bars. Like why you, you know what I'm saying? Like addressing this on Instagram and social media, like that's crazy. Could just put it on wax and came at him. Now, I want to. I gotta be very careful when I ask this next question, and most people have been being very very careful. When um when talking about Jay Prince, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because he's a respected figure. And the reason yeah. I say that is uh uh shout out to my cousin, uh uh DJ T Gray, uh who is the um he's a DJ out there. He used to be Chameleonaires tour DJ. He's a DJ for uh the Houston Rockets, he's on everything, and he's been working with them for like 25, 30 years. And like he really been, you know what I'm saying, he's a, a staple with it. in that whole Area. So when I go down there and fuck with him, like I fuck around, they run it. Hey, hey, on Shop Talk. Yeah. So, hey, Alicia heard it. Like, how far and how long reaching does this street cred shit like get you? Is there an age when people be like, all right, we respect what you did, but we not on that shit? Don't you can't be talking no gangster shit to me and you in your 50s and you got grandkids. I ain't trying to hear it. And this is a real question mm. and shit. Like, so if you fifty plus and you got a you got a, a reputation, whatever, do you still got shooters? No, no, at 50? you you had a reputation because you well, are still not... got a reputation. You know what Definitely. I'm saying? But like, do you still got like what's the age of your shooters? I don't think it stopped because you got now these people that know your reputation yeah. or what you've done in your past, and now they following you based off that. So I don't, I don't think it goes anywhere. I tell you what, I didn't know. You might, you, you know what I'm saying. You might fall back, but like the people now that's following and, you. And matter of fact, this not, it's not even, this not even on J Press. Just in general, because you know what, some niggas around in, in oh the, yeah, Detroit legends, whatever yeah. city you in, legends, whatever. Like after they get to a certain age, like all the niggas that you used to. To do your dirt with dead or in jail, like who are you going to the young kids as your shooters? 
Because, like, I don't know how reliable they going to be. Right. Like, dude, is it an age where that shit just fall off? Yeah. Now that you say it that way, maybe. Because now the younger cats, they not cut from the same cloth as you. No. You know what I'm saying? From when you came up in your era. So. Like, I might not care, fam. Like, we ain't got guns, too? Or they could be trying to, you know. Take you out. Knock you out. Yeah, exactly. Take you out. I'm going to get a name. If I I knock you off, I mean, the little nigga. I took off old man Jay, and now I'm the nigga. You see who killed Omar in the wire? Yeah. The little nigga. Who was never scared of him? Like every time Omar came around the block, he everybody ran. The nigga was still playing with his toys and shit. Like yeah. he wasn't never scared of him. And like one, the youth, some of the youth, they they just don't give a fuck. Right. And how far can that? They don't care about none of that shit. How far does that shit take you, dog? Not far. You know what I'm saying? Not clearly, it's some niggas in the city who who up in their age, and we still got a healthy fear and respect for them because they they they. But we don't know. We don't necessarily. We never know. I don't want to say never know because I did see some shit recently with my own ass. <laughs> but it's always that fear thing. Like, you, w- what if? Like, that shit, the boogeyman syndrome yeah. and shit. Like, yeah. I'm scared about what if. I just don't, what I don't like is because Jay Prince has this aura and this thing around him, it's cheating for Drake to use that to yeah. end the beef. It, it, I think it, to me, it, it kind of ruined a, um, a what if type of situation. That's like you got takeover, for example. If we go back to that epic, obviously between Jay and Nas or whatever. So that's like takeover come out. He throws shots at Nas, and we know what was the joint that Nas did over the rock over the paid in full joint. Was it paid in full? I think yeah, it was like H to Izzy, H right. to the Izzo. Okay, let's say that's Duppy. And then here come Hove with Takeover, which we would say that's the story of Adidon or whatever. Yeah, Ether exists, but it never comes out because somebody come in and say, chill out, fall right. back. You know? That's what It tarnishes the legacy of the battle. Yeah, it's kind of like, damn, you, you, what could have happened? cheated. I don't know what's happening. Be- I want to know what what was after Ether. Yeah. Because if Ether never come out, then Jay-Z best diss off the Blueprint Volume right. 2 wouldn't come exactly. out. Exactly. Is he? Um, they had a real back and forth. Is it black girl lost or shorty? Oh, you for, right. I, like that was his bet to me. That was his best diss. Like I, I mean, like uh, takeover was dope. Everything. I don't, I don't get when people say that that was better. Like if you want to make a, a if you want to argue, make an argument of which song was better, quote unquote, better than either. I would go with the joint from uh, the blue. And they never throw too. that one in there either. Because that that was a dope diss, and what, I didn't even hear it right off. What made it dope was because. That's and that's what actually kind of made the shit Pusha T was saying dope in some portions of that that diss record when they when they get real like when they become like a therapy session damn near like like how yeah. you said Jay was asking is it is it uh or Shorty owe you for ice or something like like what are you are you conscious or are you this you know what I'm saying so same here with Pusha T like when he hit him with the whole um, you know uh, he was subconscious about you know growing that fro because it ain't nap enough. Yeah, it was like oh shit, you know what I'm saying like shit like that. It, it wasn't just a straight diss. It was like I'm about to try to break you down, hey, let make me you talk. think about. I'm this. about to talk yeah. to you, like sunning them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's fair, man. And like I, I think it's kind of disingenuous when you say it's too disrespectful because you started talking about somebody's mom yeah. and they like I get that you know these people. But like people have been disrespectful before. Didn't didn't yeah. didn't like zero burn down the the uh, rap a lot studio try to burn that motherfucker down and shit. Like yep. it's been a lot of disrespectful shit that has been going down that you didn't step in and like squash. 
Like Drake the money man. You can't you can't tear it. Gotta down protect the, pop the cash star. cow. Yeah. Cause I said I said your dad wears Steve Harvey suits. That's like that's the issue. Like that's what we gotta call no, this shit but off. You, but you gotta protect the image. You gotta pro- Drake is basically LL Cool J 4.0. Yeah. You gotta protect that shit. But that's what my brother said some shit like he said this but is. But LL like, Cool J and Big Daddy Kane went at it. Yeah. Nobody stepped. Russell Simmons didn't come in and be like, all right, y'all gotta chill. LL Kumo D. Yep. Yeah, LL took his fair share of battles, and Drake has and Drake has had his. You just got to kid. They just want to protect it. Hell, shit, LL and cannabis. Nobody stepped in. It was like, yo, like fall back, new nigga. You know what I'm saying? They kept going, kept on because them shots they, everybody other. knew L was wrong. It was wild. And even Red Meff was like, we don't know why the nigga did. Like we didn't think it. We didn't take it. Yeah, like when that. you know the whole story, of that is like, why would you like? Why you feel like he dished you? Like the ego, that's something else. And it was whack to me because the male ego. Yeah, exactly. I heard this. There's a, a phone call that was taped between L and Cannabis, and L was like, "Well, listen, man, don't nobody know the the record is talking about you. We're gonna chill for a minute, then we'll do some shit together on the underground." And it never we'll, happened. We'll, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, you spinning me, fam. Like every niggas know that you dissing me on this record. Now it, it leaked. And now you telling me to just chill. We're going to do some records. We'll make everything smooth. And that shit never came out. I had no other choice but to drop second round knockout. Some people that know bars know LL lost that. Clearly. Bar for bar. You know. But, uh, man, well, so that, that, um, also, so you got into a rap beef. So this is the next question. Mm. So if you have someone to come in. And this doesn't even necessarily got to be with the rap beat, but this is where it came from. You got someone to come in and squash a situation for you. Are you ever able to entertain nope. that same type of situation? Nope. Even, no. if, even if it's again. with another person. Like, you're done again. from this shit, right? It's over for it. Yeah. You're going to run and get your big brother every yeah, time I about to say, smack you in the face? Yeah, you got to deal with that. Exactly. Yeah. You got to deal with that now. And everybody going to say it in their own clever way, so you can't, yeah. He can't ever engage in, like, another battle. And I think again. this bring more heat to Jay Prince. Because the next nigga who want to him problem with you, I'm putting Jay Prince name in the video, in the song, not on some ultra discipline. Like, so what you gonna do? You gonna get Prince to come save you again? Like niggas gonna keep mentioning your name because you saved him. It's not. I don't think it's gonna come to that again. I think this is the beginning and end that we are gonna see of this no. version of Drake. Like, one, it's nigga, like what, once we, it, once what type it, of music can you make now? I mean, we know he good for the ladies. Women. Yeah, I was about to for say the we ladies. know he good with them records for the ladies in the radio. That's what he gonna continue to make. But y'all do realize it's a lot of people that don't like Drake. Yeah. Who forced to like Drake because he in a position they in. If I see a chink in a motherfucking armor, that's when the wolves come out. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it may be a couple of more shots. Be like, wait a minute, nigga, what you a, ain't respond right. Right. What what the wolves at though? Where they at? I mean, they I mean it's been it's been a week. Watch this watch. Niggas like listen, though, I'm telling you, as soon as Mike Tyson took an L, niggas wasn't afraid of him no yeah. more. Yeah, it didn't take away his power. He still knocked niggas out, but it's like I'm not afraid. I mean, no when Suge Knight was on on TMZ, yeah. laid out on the ground, knocked out by a barber, the, the fear of Suge was dead. It it was like, oh shit! You know what I'm saying? Like once once your old go, it's a Debo. Oh, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it don't necessarily happen like right off, but the next time you say some slick shit or say some shit like nigga, shut the fuck up, or I'll punch you in the face. Yeah, and then what yeah. you gonna do? Now, I just don't want this motherfucking Drake album to come out and you got some subliminal disses on there. That'll that shit so going to be weak to me, dog. Yeah. And you know they're going to be there. Yeah. yeah. Like, how you going to get somebody to come in and squash your beef and then you still, then you still throw shots at me? Because now I'm standing behind my big brother 
Exactly. Like yeah. what? What can you even say as from a from a lyricist perspective? Because now you got you still got the maybe when you write your own shit right. after you. So now you can't really go in that realm. Now and then, now you can't even throw shots at nobody. Or what even seemed like would be a shot? Because now it's like, oh, you talking about pusher? Who you talking about? I know you're in this and so and so. Because then, if they like you say, if they throw them shots, now we can use that. <laughs> you know, like, man, what if Kendrick dropped it? <laughs> like, like, so remember when we we all wanted to? Con- I mean, the, the Drake and Kendrick. Yeah, that shit. That, if anything, it's now never it's- gonna happen. Now, I don't. I don't even look at you the same. You know what I'm saying? It's ne- it's never gonna happen now. You're no longer a worthy opponent. Not yeah. at all. Like it's we missed that shit. Yeah. That shit that was came in and went. Niggas you know might just be like, I'm good. I ain't about to say shit about you know, it. Was, he not, you know what I'm saying? I look at it like boxing. You can't be a, a top tier fighter and take seven, eight losses. We talked about this shit last week. We, at one point we thought Adrian Broner was on the trajectory to be a great fighter. Till he got knocked out in the ring by Madonna and then niggas was like Well, he just got knocked down. He actually he he that's why he actually he, he got up after that knockdown and finished the fight. But look, man, now that you brought up Adrian, Adrian Broner, mm-hmm. it's a farce, dog. The shit was fake. It never happened. He was like in real life. This is what he happened. never had the skills necessary to be a great fighter, but we believed it. Listen, dog, this shit they was shined a- him up. They made him look real nice. He did the Mayweather Philly Shell defense for like four fights. Cause he don't he didn't fight like that before and he don't fight like that now. Not at all. He did that shit for four fights and everybody was like, "Oh shit, it's Mayweather." He looked mm-hmm. like Mayweather and cause he was talking shit and then he got then he started hanging out with Mayweather because he wasn't even friends yeah. with the nigga yeah. at that time. Then he started hanging out with Mayweather and then it was cool for Adrian Broner. It was the Big Brother thing. He do not have a quotable win on his record, dog. No, he don't. Like he don't got no major win on his record mm. against nobody. Against nobody, dog. And he just turned down a a a, a big deal. Um uh for what's my man name uh from the UK, Anthony Joshua manager. He got a new uh new program or whatever, and he offered him like like three million a fight or some shit like that. That's the second time he done turned down big turned money. Down fight, he yeah. told he turned down a forty million dollar Rock, Rock Nation deal, which is eight million dollars a fight for stupid. like five fights, and he told Jay Z to suck his dick. Nigga, you ain't made eight million dollars since. Since, right. And and you didn't fought five times. We was gonna give you eight million dollars a fight, fam. You haven't made forty million dollars, and they just gave you a contract for like three fights for like twelve million. And he put that he put the confidential information online and was talking shit about Eddie Hearn. And Eddie Hearn was like, "Fam, why you? Why do you think you worth this? Like, you're never gonna get a pay per view fight. Like, no, no one is ever. Who can you possibly fight that niggas would pay you money to see? Yeah. Who's the opponent? Like, this is it for you. you yes, sir. He a sideshow. You know your, what I'm saying? Your work still got to back up your shit talking at the end of the day. It and does. if I want to, and if and if I want to be real cool with it, or I can compare Drake to Agent Broner because this shit was a flash in a pan, and it's not real because you never wrote the raps. You probably wrote the singing. You probably wrote the hooks and the melody. But when you actually have to rap and write those bars, I I do not have faith that it's you writing that shit. You can't play boxing. You can't play MMA. Like, you got to step into the ring and throw them yeah. hands. And Drake didn't. He didn't a, give us that. And he's an actor. Now, 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 don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean that after the music is done, it doesn't sound good. And I ride yeah. to it and vibe to it, right? Some of the shit. But, like, it's a this is a, it's smoke and mirrors, dog. Like, niggas had Pusher album a week before it came out. Regular niggas. 
So it seems like you dropped that diss on the day his shit seven hours later. Yeah. But now that he drops another diss that you're not, you're not anticipating, how soon can you get something out? Yeah, he hit us with a statement. I was like, oh, shit. How soon can you get something out? Now I'm forcing you to write because you could have got your little team together and wrote something within a week. Right. How how fast can you get something out? And now that the clock is on and you can't put nothing out, I'm going to That was good strategic uh, moving on push apart, though. Just yeah. knowing that. I think he played into that. Like, you know, everybody know that he don't write all of his own shit. You really lyrics is going there just as fast as you drop that. Go ahead and, you know, drop something else. And in the real disc, I didn't even mention this shit. Ghost writing the side, drug yeah. dealer to the side. Let's talk about your pride, about nigga. Yeah. And I didn't mention nothing. And I didn't even rebuttal nothing you said in your first disc. Like, I was just letting you, let me get this shit out here. And the reason I made this disc is because of you. You yeah, mentioned my wild. my fiance name, and then I got personal. If you would have never did that, we would have had a we probably had a totally different record. All the shit over so a totally tied into all the shit so tied in together though, because just conveniently, Lil Wayne is now a free agent. I seen that shit. I was like, wait a minute, dog. Man, it's interesting because is he a free agent or is he just off cash money? And because they say that record is being released through Universal. They just took out one in the middle, man. Oh, he ain't free. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because he was, it was cash money Universal, mm-hmm. and Universal paid him the money. And was like, all right, cash money, you out of here. Now you going direct. Oh, then he's not free then. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It looked like he out of he, he out of cash ba- money deal. Yeah. He free from baby. Yeah, that's it, really. And they said we think that we're gonna recoup the money off Drake and Nicki project. Not that we, once we put out the Carter Five, we think they're gonna recoup. Because I think this shit like five years too late. I think the people don't care about. Wayne no more. Like, damn, then because right after that shit, then we get the or do we get the Nikki release date before that? Nikki pushed her shit back to August. Yeah, but I'm saying like then the release date for that come after the news with Wayne or was that before? No, it came before. It was beforehand. Okay. But that, low key, it could be a reason why they pushed Nikki. All oh, that back. should be so tight in. If oh, Wayne crazy. just give us a solid album, niggas will, will want him again. I don't know. Well, we got to hear some music. He didn't drop some music that niggas didn't care about. Him and Two Chains dropped the project. Yeah. I listened to it once or twice. It wasn't bad neither. He had the Free Wheezy album. Yeah, but like, for an example, Ti still makes good music. He can still rap, uh, but I am not interested in that shit no more. It's like how long? Because uh, how long can you stay up top? You know what I'm saying? And be that consistent with just keep. At some point, you kind of gotta just like fall back and then let people miss you, and then come with something. Yeah, I think a lot of niggas not letting people miss them. That's what it is. That's why Cole and Kendrick is so good because they'll just go away. They come out, yeah. drop that year, fall back. Cole don't be on social media really. On say she tour, disappear for a minute. He dropped the album. People talk about it. It's boring or whatever, but he still kill it. <laughs> you know think what I'm saying? People, think about people who do that shit. I mean, to an extent, Kanye Jay, do the shit. Kanye don't yeah. come out until he got he being crazy. Ready till mm-hmm. he till he got some shit. When when you when do you hear about Schoolboy Q? When, when he about to come, come out. out with an album, and he yeah. always put out a good project, whether whether you like his music or not. Yeah, it's like solid. He, he always put out a solid project, and then he go the fuck away. Everybody yeah. from TDE do that shit. That's how it should be. You know what I'm saying? Like I give you a time. That a was the old way of how yeah. it was, but the niggas like to oversaturate the market. But ain't it weird that the way the old way to do it, the niggas that's doing that, they very successful with their releases. Like, and most of the albums that we see that's doing that on on a higher scale, going platinum, you know, off streams, of Facts. course. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? Cause they giving us what we they giving us what it's supposed to be. Give us the music and you know do your interviews about the music and, and fall back. You any, know any year that you can think of, 
who was the most successful rapper or who was the hottest rapper in the game, it's always been somebody who can rap and had lyrics yeah. and, and did it the right way. Yep. Now, we always acting like, man, the game is so ruined because he's da-da-da. The top rapper has always right. still been a good lyricist, a good rapper exactly. who do things the right way. Just keep doing it that way, though. Yeah. Shit, if you go back to, like, early 2000s, there was, like, you had Luda. He was rhyming. You had Jay. Shit, M. DMX. Yeah. Yep. That's true. Even when Nelly came in with his giant run, that was in a time where Eminem and Jay-Z was still yeah. – M was still, I mean, what you call it, was still pushing units, right? Only dudes right? moving, moving units, units yeah. is M, Pimp, Juice, and Us. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so he had his giant run to all them records, but the top rapper at the time, no one ever said Nelly was the top rapper. Mm. Mm. No. It was either Eminem that year or Eminem. <laughs> yeah. that Can we say even when Ja was like, you know? Yeah, even when Ja yeah. was popping, DMX was still. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... That's a the spirit of competition is always gonna be there. Yeah, you know what I really want to talk about this week, my nigga, the Lord and Savior of the Trap, Super Future, and this flyout situation. Ooh. Yeah, man, let's let's let's, let's, let's talk about this. Dog. Super F- Future played her like a nigga that work at a call center. <laughs> I'm good, love. <laughs> Enjoy, because that's the name of this episode. Have a nice day. <laughs> he played and her like a nigga that work at Comcast. Hey, that's what that's what Drake told uh, Pusher. Like I'm good, love. <laughs> I'm good, love. <laughs> Enjoy. Enjoy, Enjoy this. <laughs> Enjoy this victory. <laughs> I'm gonna get my commission check Friday. You just pay for the plane ticket. When you get out here, I give you your cheese back. I ain't got to do cash out, baby. Once you get here, I'm just gonna put it in your hand. I think Future did absolutely nothing. Why wrong. did she put that out there? Because I was, was like, Future. "Why? I like, why are you doing this? Like, what is what is this about to get you more Instagram followers?" She she like, she <laughs> thought she thought it was gonna make him look like a hand. Yeah, people was looking but, like, "What he do?" Nothing. <laughs> like, man, that's crazy. She thought that she was gonna make that nigga look like a hand, but it really made you look like a fuck. Because the way I saw it, I was like, "Okay, let's say he followed through on that." Then next, you know, you fast forward, it could have been a case, anything. It could have been trying to, you know. He left a key for you, which means I can get me a key, too, and just let myself in the fucking room. This narrative could have went something completely different. Exactly. That's all I was like, yo, I don't even know why she's telling this story. Uh, (laughs) I don't don't think he did nothing wrong. (laughs) You lost out on $500 in a hotel room. He didn't say he was going to pay for the room for the weekend. He he told you to come out there, and clearly it was for a purpose. If you know his catalog, I'm sure you weren't thinking that you and this nigga was just going to talk about Bible Bible verses all night long. So let's let's, let's, let's talk about that. One, that's the first thing. Let's talk about this bitch math. Uh, How is $5,500 of $550? Nigga, that's like a half a million dollars, fam. If a thousand... And he wasn't saying like I'm like, gonna get your math is off, Feb. You should have been expecting more. And he wasn't saying like I'm gonna give you a thousand percent of the money. It was and more like, like one thousand. I got yeah. you. Yeah. Like I got you for sure. I yeah. got you. Right. But I just want her to do five hundred and fifty dollars times one thousand. You're gonna get a lot more money. Yeah, it's five hundred and fifty thousand right. dollars, man. Yeah. Not like not anyway. But like what you think was going on? Like and her like literally, like why <laughs> why would you think future wants you to come out and see him? Just not to do shit. Like you, your conversation, like you that fun to be around? Like I, I don't get it. You that cold where I just want oh, to look at to, you? Oh, they about to talk Is about everything. Is she an everything. artist? No, nah, she just an It made me mind. think that though because she, she said we went, like to this, we, we went to the studio. I'm yeah. like, maybe, maybe they make music. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, is, is she an artist or something? Or or maybe that's what he do to entertain his hoes when he fly them out. We go to the, the studio. We smoke, eat, kick it, 
Sit yeah. around me and my niggas, listen, listen to new music. You about to hear it's exclusive. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we doing. I was like, wow, dog. That's. I'm reading. I'm reading over this shit to, to see which parts I want to attack. Hit it with the I'm good love. <laughs> like Loki, like he responded back, perfect, dog. Every situation, he left it open and very respectful. Like I mean, at this point, like he did everything that I can possibly do. Like, listen, you said you ain't on this shit. Uh, I'm about to go ahead and uh, yeah. find me somebody that. that's on it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like he never had intentions of keeping my room for the whole weekend. Like, if I was at the room with you, I would have just been like, hey, keep that shit open. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Or like, There's nothing in that text thread that should have made you believe exactly. he's going to keep the room open for the weekend. So, um, Created her own storyline. Drake, uh, shout out to uh, A-Dub the God, because uh, <laughs> he said, make sure you shout him out when I take this. Uh, like, so Drake gave the girls nice for what? And Future gave us, I'm good, love, enjoy. So it's the Sound I'm good, good love, enjoy versus nice for what for the summer. Uh, nice for what to these niggas? So you don't get a, uh, I'm good, love, I'm enjoy. Good. No, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it can easily go that way. It can. You ever been, you ever had to tell a woman, you know what? I'm good. Oh yeah, I, like I, was it? Was it? She was just shocked that he didn't like. Well, wait, you know, like it's like, oh, this future. Like he, I don't know. have to beg. <laughs> regular niggas yeah. don't have to beg for pussy. So she, she like hit him up like I'm in town. He like, well, you should, you supposed to be hitting me up with the lingerie on Facetime. Like you know what I'm saying? And like that kind of set the tone. Like oh, well, I, I want, I wasn't on that type of time. Oh uh, okay. Well, you know, uh, okay. I got a lot of shit to do this week. <laughs> yeah. I'm on that type of time. And, uh, okay. I, she's like, well, so I'm not going to see you at all? Mm, no. 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 Like, am I, I'm out here. Am I that lonely? I'm campaigning. I'm, I'm, I got to fly friends out. I got to fly strangers out to be with me because I don't have friends. It's fucking future. I'm not, I'm not just saying, like, he's the most I read incredible. That story puzzled. Like, I'm not saying he's the most incredible nigga ever, but in my mind, I'm not flying out of town to meet a woman unless we've had a conversation and I think that this is going to go the way that I want. Amen. Or I'm not flying her into Detroit in the DTW just all know we're going to hang out and we're going to go to starters yeah. or some shit. No, no. I mean, let's just cut to the chase, man. A man and a woman, like, you know what this is about. This, that, that doesn't necessarily mean like you are you are obligated to have sex meal or anything like same that. same damn time like, real sisters you know what you know what this nigga future is on what I'm saying when I approach a young if I approach a lady I'm not just look hey man I just need some new friends today no I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to see what's going on like you know this and like, eventually I want my penis to hit the top of your you mouth did you not hear his verse on King's Dead like did yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> even as a regular person if I'm inviting a young lady over. Like, I just, I mean, if I wanted to just watch TV, I could have called one of my niggas. Matter of fact, if I want to watch TV, I'm just going to watch it by myself. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I don't want that awkward but, shit of it be in the morning and you still be in there. But I, I do like the presence of a young woman every once in a while. Yeah. Right. Like 95% of the time. I, I'd rather go places with, with a woman. I don't want to be a creep about it and just make, make it seem like I just assume that there's going to be sex involved. But, like you say, I'm a grown-ass man. You're a grown ass woman. I didn't fly you out here for us to sit and watch TV. Now that's what I said. Now had he did the opposite, then he would have looked like a creep. Oh he yeah, now if he, if he, he would have went real straight, like you if know, he would have went to the front desk and got his key because the room is clearly under his name, yeah. and I paid for it and just let myself in, this would be right. a whole different story that we have him right exactly. now. Exactly. Hey man, I think Future is a gentleman, like a motherfucking dog. Because <laughs> <laughs> I could have canceled your shit that night. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, and he was like, you know what? 
he, first off, I didn't have to keep responding back to you. Cause like once I'm not fucking like, with you no more, like I'm 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 responding relatively soon too. It wasn't like two hours later. I'm like, you know what? So we not gonna see me no. No, I'm I'm gonna be busy. So what I no, I'm good. Love, enjoy, enjoy your night at the room. Yeah, enjoy tonight right. because tomorrow it's time for you to go home. Checkout time is at eleven, and I'm not paying for the late checkout. Turn on pockets. Checkout time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I don't I don't know, man. I don't I see what I don't shit. see what that nigga future did wrong. Why she put that shit online? Like, like she thought it was like gonna make said, him look like a whole ass nigga, and it didn't. Oh, they gonna get him, you know. So. Why are you going out there? Like, why you think? Like, why you think? Because she, she why, wants to enjoy his company. Why do you think your time is worth five thousand five hundred dollars? Like, what about your conversation is that good? And you not you, you ain't coming out there. You ain't doing no fucking. You ain't singing on no track. You ain't rapping. Like, why do you think your presence is worth five thousand dollars? She want to wind it. She want to get wind and dime. Put that shit on Instagram, her Snap story. Get her, get her numbers popping. Make it look like she said, she in the mix of shit. Instagram she on the scene with shit. And future was like, nah. I'm he seen it. Like, yeah, I'm straight. She tried to make like, and he never had intentions of paying me for my. <laughs> First of all, if you let that, if you flew yourself out. On the whim that he was gonna pay you back again, future played you like a nigga that worked at the plant. He working third shift at JNAP. When you get out here, I'm gonna give you your money. Hey, this, bitch, this bitch was out here posting like, <laughs> did you see the pictures of her her flight? Like yeah. she like from the little the dot 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 from Texas to here. Like, no, this is too much. Extra. Like you being so goddamn extra. Shit week. You had you got flew out. On your own dime. You got the free hotel room, which is probably yeah. a wash. I'm sure the hotel she is. Like, he ain't put you up in a red roof or nothing. He ain't put her in a bullshit. No. Like, that nigga, she cut it off. So I don't know what it says, but he hit her with an SMH. <laughs> he hit her with a shakes my head. So she like, I didn't know that's what that's what you wanted to do. I would have told you. No worries. Sorry, I'm not that type. Understood. <laughs> okay, cool. So I won't see you at all. I'm good, love. Enjoy. I'm good, love. <laughs> L-U-V. <laughs> I'm perfectly fine with that That's shit. That's a classy response, though. I'm it good, is. Love. I'm good, love. <laughs> like, but you enjoy yourself this weekend. That's the shit that I probably And now I'm sending mad. you to blocked hell. Clearly she's <laughs> mad. Clearly she's mad. I'm good, love. Who the fuck he think he is? Well, bitch, I think I'm future. And she was grabbing it all type of air and shit when he, when he hit her with that. <laughs> Cause she thought she was just gonna hang out. He gonna take me to Philippe's. We gonna we gonna be outside looking good. I'm gonna be holding his hand. We all type go, of photo ops. We gonna go shopping. Future gonna take me to the mall. No, 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 no. We not doing shit. I'm good. We not doing shit. That mini bar is stocked full. So go ahead and help yourself. So I'm reading through the text messages and shit. So they was, I mean, it was conversation like, I want to see you tonight. She was like, Oh, I'm out. And I got a, I rented a boat for the night. I'm like, okay, well, you know what I'm saying? I'm out west. Uh like, you know, hop a flight, come out here. Like, when I say I want to see you tonight, why you think that means I want to hang out and right. so we can just be rent? So so he said, Well, come out here. Well, I'm out west. Well, how long are you gonna be there? And when should I come? Like Sunday, Monday, or whatever. Cool. Like, and when you when you get here, I'll give you the cash back for your tip, your ticket. One message. The next message, one thousand percent. 
Bitch, who told you to do some math? Who told? Oh, so he mean? <laughs> like, nah. It's like it's like them schemes you see on Instagram. Turn fifty into five hundred. No, it's not that, baby. She hmm. definitely thought that's what that was. So, uh, a woman ever? Uh, this was too much for you. Not too much as far as like you can handle. It was like you know what? This is not really worth my time. I'm good. Oh, I've I've left in the middle of dates. Where? Yeah. Not. Uh, I guess my most recent one was probably like in my late twenties. Like the bitch was so vile. Like I'm there's there's certain words. I, she was vile. Like her her language, the way she carried herself, how she was talking to the waitress. There's a word that's I use damn near every word. But there's a word in my vocabulary that I stay away from. It starts with a C, ends, ends with, with a T. T. Yeah. I don't use that shit. Because yeah. that shit is that shit is like a fucking disgusting word to me. And she called like she called our waitress that before oh, she, before she bought the food out. Mm. I'm like, dummy, what the fuck you think they're going to do? Everybody in the back is going to spit on our shit before it make it to the table. Special and, sauce. Mix yeah. in real nice. And she going to come out to this bitch with a smile on, on her, her face. face. I'm not eating that shit. All right, that's what I want to eat tonight. You know what? I'm good. I'm good, love. I'm good. <laughs> you can sit and enjoy your dinner. I made a move like I was going to the bathroom. I handed our waiter 50. This should cover most of it. She can pick up whatever it didn't cover. And I'm out this bitch. Man, I, I've, I've definitely stopped um, entertaining certain women. Because this is this asks me what I think it ended up being is. Like, when they uh, are typically more attractive or more popping than the people that they usually be with, they tend you, people tend to treat them differently. Yeah. Mm. And, like, I don't be giving a fuck. Like, you, like... Like you ain't the catch for me, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Not on. I'm not impressed, baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know the deal with that shit. They don't know that Joe Button. <laughs> yeah, they don't know that ordinary love part two. Yeah, like, like we're like you're, you're not, not a catch. You're to not me. a catch to me. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you are very attractive. Like I'm not too bad out here. And I, for every bad bitch that is breathing God's good air, there's a nigga that got sick of your fuck exactly. shit and got the fuck off. That's real on. shit. That's so real. Every, for everyone that's breathing, some nigga was like, "Look, I, you I'm ain't the shit to me." Y'all can so have that. She probably, she probably <laughs> run that game on the, like the regular local niggas. So she probably her Instagram probably got ten thousand or so. Yeah, she at heard, least she probably out here popping and shit. She probably like spend regular niggas, but when you you fucking with a nigga to like, baby girl, I don't care yeah. really. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's be certain certain girls who who they and, they just expect you to act a certain way. To work way. on the local, especially niggas. after y'all done had work sex. On future. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You expect me to act a certain way after, like, uh, it, like, oh, I'm okay. I'm not gonna kiss <laughs> your ass. I'm not catering. Like, I'm, I'm good, love. Yeah. Enjoy. I got, that as a, I got that as a canned response in my text messages. It's already there. Just I just <laughs> put IG, and then it automatically switches to <laughs> I'm good, love. Enjoy. Yeah. So I mean, fuck it. Hey man, somebody uh uh we we, we going to get into uh our actual guest in like a couple minutes. But somebody this came through the group chat group thread today, well, technically 2 days ago, and I was like I'm going to talk about it on the podcast. And one of my homies asked like if your wife asked you while y'all was broken up if you had sex with anybody. Nope. Should you tell her? Hell no. And I said, no, nah, never, nada, 
deny, deny, deny. These was all separate messages. So I was like, I was flooding this bit because I, I've literally been presented with that before. So I want to ask y'all what y'all think, and then I tell my story. No, I'm nope. not telling you that shit. Nope. nope, I ain't fuck nobody else. Nope, nope. Like this shit backfired on me. This was like, it will always backfire on you. That's that's the that's the alley oop to get you fucked up. One hundred percent. Like no matter. That's what, like your mama saying, if you tell me the truth, I I'm won't not, hit yeah, you. Exactly. Lies. <laughs> no, I don't know how old was I. I was at Comcast. So this was like I was. At, it was after twenty one. I was maybe like twenty two, twenty three, and shit. And uh, me and this girl, we was, you know, on again, off again. But we had broke up for for a considerable amount of time. And I know she was out here doing her thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I literally know that she was out here doing her thing. So we had got back together somehow. And uh, she was like, so while we was uh, broken up, like, did you have sex with anybody? She's like, I don't. I don't. First of all, that's not none of your motherfucking business. It's like we were broken up. What does that so, have? Time out. So listen. The re- I don't know why this shit was so important to her, though. You know what I'm saying? Because we would break up all the time. And one time we broke up, and, like, she cried, and basically, like, don't have sex with nobody else. Like, that was, like, mm. a major point. And that night, I was about to have sex with somebody, and when it was about to get on, I just seen her face fucking crying, and it was like, dude, dude, dude. And I, I seen and, her and, face. And, and Women I, got power. Listen, and I could not. I couldn't. Like, that was the first. Like, it was, everything was good. Everything's gone. And then we about to smash. And it was like, dude, dude, dude. Because I seen her face fucking crying. And them shit, tears right? would have motiv- motivated me to punish that pussy even harder. Fuck that. Damn. Which was so fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Then she started crying. Because she like, is this something wrong with me? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no. No, we just not together. And I felt like fucking. No, I'm talking about the girl who I was about to have sex with. Because no, I, just, I, I couldn't perform because this bitch was in my head. Got to see her face crying. So it was like, do, do, do. No, he said, so I'm good, love. <laughs> <laughs> so she started fucking crying and shit like, oh, something wrong. I'm like, no, nah, you know what I'm saying? I forget what I made up. I can't be like, well, I just broke up with this girl earlier today and she told me not to have sex. I'm thinking about her right now. You know what I'm saying? That'd be real weird. But she asked me this shit. She's like, it don't matter. Like, you already know about everything, blah, blah, blah. If it don't just matter, tell me I'll the truth. I just don't want you to lie to me. Tell me the truth. And I was at her. I was at her father's house. We was at her parents' house and shit. And I was like, "Yes." So the whole scenery was painted for you to kind of. T- I can't lie to her parents' house. So she, kinda like, I, I, yes, I, I said, can. "Listen," I said, "Yes, I did." And then she immediately attacked me, like physically attacked me. Like, punch me like, you ain't shit, I hate you, but I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, you literally just fucking put your hand on the Bible and told me, like, everything was all good. So, at that particular moment, for the next 13 years of my life, I am never telling you, I'm no. No, I'm a virgin. I don't discuss my body count with women. I won't talk about it. I'm not even going to give you an estimate. I've been fucking for over 20 years. Thanks. Take take a guess. <laughs> I didn't have a whole phase, bitch. I had a whole decade. Now, you know what I'm saying? A whole decade. I, <laughs> now, all that matters is that I'm disease-free at this point in my life. So let me ask you. Name day. I already know is, what I want, But say. is that why they asked, though, like, why we weren't together? You know what I'm saying? Did you, I'm wondering, is it that, like, just to see, like, like you say, disease-free, like, but... Let, get tested, let, let me just let me just put this out there. If we weren't together, guess what? I was fucking like an animal, like a fucking porn star. You understand me? I get bent on the weekend. I like to get high and drunk and fuck. 
You understand? We weren't together. So guess what I was doing? I was putting numbers up, nigga. Like I was playing 2K and I need to get my creative player ranking the fuck up out of here. Yes, I was fucking. So let me Is ask. your mama available? Because I'll fuck her too. So let me ask, though. We know, Dan. We've heard, we've heard that. Oh, episodes. it's not a room. It's not a room. <laughs> I asked Nate that because he's going to give me a regular answer, dog. So say you been with this woman. Y'all go through y'all breakup or whatever. Y'all not together. But y'all still communicate with each other. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all, y'all may even fucking talk every day, but y'all not together. There's never been a mention of nothing else. Y'all not together, but it's never been a mention of no one else. You never got the hint that she was going on dates and shit with different people. And then you find out during the time that y'all was broken up that she had sex with somebody else. Do you care? Does it impact you? I'm human. It's going to impact me. Yeah. Yeah. But at some point, I'm not going to care no more. I think I think that's what women are different. Women will hold that and carry it with them, like, forever. Eventually, we can get over it. It's going to fuck with you for a minute. But we going to kind of shed it and just be like, I know I would. I just kind of say, all right, fuck it. Now, do you believe you've been, do you believe it's a lie of omission? Like, if we've been conversing, we may have been, went, we went, went on a date trying, because all this time, you're trying to get back together. Right. You know what I'm saying? You act, you're actively trying to get back together. She never mentioned or gave you the hint that she was fucking with nobody on the side. Would you feel, and even though you're not together, would you feel that you've been cheated on in that, in that situation? Feel. Not saying that you have cheated. Feel. Nah. Only in, well, shit. Only in the sense of, like, you could have said something. You know what I'm saying? Cause, hey, bitch, why? Like, we, talk, we talked about it earlier, the male ego. Because we could be out anywhere, and I don't know who out here, you know what I'm saying? The one nigga that walked past and just say hi or something, you just looking like, and he said hi, and he smiled a little too long. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you, you, like, can't, you can't be like that. We, <laughs> we put such ownership on sex. Like, pussy is basically a month-to-month lease. She can lease that shit out to somebody at is any it, given moment. Is it the pussy that you put, like, you know what I'm saying? I guess it's the the, the relationship gone, and the intimacy that you got. I've gone, through this, I've gone through this situation myself personally. Like, I had an ex. We went back and forth for years. And in between, in meantime, in between time, do I think she just sitting at home twiddling her thumbs? No, she young. She attractive. She thick as fuck. She out here dating. And if she feel like fucking... She's a single woman. That's what she gonna do. But that's a different scenario. What I'm saying is, if y'all broke up over an incident or whatever, and you actively are pursuing to get this relationship back, and there were times that yeah, we were actively trying to pursue the relationship. But when that tag that we are not a, in a relationship yeah. does not sit over whatever this situation is, people are gonna do what the fuck they want to do without no without no I get that. no fear in their mind. I Did I feel that. like she was playing me? Like if you I mean, act, if you actively trying to pursue somebody and y'all trying to get back together and she fucking somebody else the whole time and never mentioned to you, do you feel a certain way about that? No, because I I I, I look at things just like realistically, black and white. No, no, like no, I don't. If that's what happened, that's what happened. Like, does this change how I feel about the person? We weren't together. Like I'm cool. I'm cool. You living your life. That's fine. I'm not gonna ask them type of questions. Number one, I don't want to know. Whether you asked or not, you found out, and you, you know what I'm saying, y'all was, you thought, nigga, I thought I was working my way back in. No, you thought you was the only one. Um, we've been broke up three weeks. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we was in a committed relationship for however many times. You know what I'm saying? Well, however the situation. Many years and then three if you weeks, think like, that oh, if shit. you break up with your girl and there's not already another nigga in her phone today that she has promised that pussy to, you are a fucking idiot. Well, I, I don't mean, care how good your woman is. Oh, they got one waiting. Yeah. So yeah. whether she acted on that three weeks later, that does. It, it, that would call in the character. I mean, I would be like, yeah, why the fuck? How? Three weeks after y'all been together for like a long yeah, ass time. I'm like, what? Yeah, I, maybe I want you no she, more. She used to fucking on a regular basis and she wanted to continue to do so. I mean, I get it. It makes sense. Like, Perfect. I mean, if we was in. And like, that's just what I look at it like. I just go like with the reason that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? If we in the, and we was in the court of law, nigga, present his argument. But like in real life, you talking, we dealing with emotions exactly. and shit like that. And like. Forget the sex part of it, like the intimacy portion. Yeah. Like we gotta re- we gotta bond, we gotta we gotta quote unquote trust. You know shit about me. So when I say <laughs> what you- like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, bet I'm about to go. Are you about to go to sleep? I'm going to sleep. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. You're not really going to sleep. That other nigga coming through. Like bitch, I she going yeah, she going to sleep after that nigga pounded through the through her, I, through the pillow. And that's the same. It's the same situation where <laughs> you working to get back with this girl, right? And you have every intentions to get back with this girl because. But if you happen to get your dick sucked after you go to bar seven on a Saturday, wait. So you 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 cheated or some shit, right? Or you did whatever the issue is. You did something wrong, and you trying to get her back. And while you actively pursuing her, she not letting you come back yet because you know it's a it's a period where she got to be mean and mad at you and shit. And so after you be like, all right, sweetie, I'm about to go to bed. I'm gonna call you in the morning, blah blah blah. And then you hang up the phone, and then another freak bitch come over and you fucking shout at her, and then she find out. Like she's gonna be upset. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's the yeah. in the in the reverse order. The man to be upset, the woman to be upset, like I hope she'll be mature enough as a woman to know that like, look, we're not together. Like we gotta stop putting so much onus on there's no ownership when it comes to sex. It's yeah, like money. Know. It even even intimacy, if we if there's not a commitment there, what can you expect from a person? Is it ownership What's, or is it just like that loyalty that we expect. Like, what, is, look, what, is, what is the loyalty though? You know what I'm saying. You're like, not together. What 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 are you loyal it's like to? You think it's still there? It's only like, okay, you like, can think. I can think I got a million dollars in the bank, but when I swipe my debit card, right. and it's fifty eight seventy two. There, I'm smacked back to reality. We just got to deal with the reality yeah. of the situation. What and what a reality situation is? If you've been with, so you you married, y'all been together for thirty three years. On Monday, y'all say I don't want to do this shit no more. On Tuesday. Nigga, ain't shit changed. Yes, you said that shit on Monday. That don't mean that like these thirty-seven years. No, no, maybe just, maybe something didn't change for you, but that doesn't mean it didn't change shit for her, or vice versa. You can't tell me what it means to me. What if we having conversations and you giving me the perception that it means the same thing, and you honestly doing something that, like? How does that play into it? Yeah, that perception is a motherfucker. Like, because if I give, if I'm giving just, you a false, imp- if I'm giving you a false impression, I'm doing that shit for a specific reason because I don't want you to know. So then, that's what a dishonesty or the or the the the, but, the lack of trust is. But, like, but now it's not your business to know because we ain't together. Yeah, I don't owe you that shit. Tell you what I want to tell you. That's like if I'm dating, <clears throat> excuse me, three women at a different time. It, am I entitled to tell them? Hey, I'm also dating. It depends on Jessica, Cheyenne, and. It did, fucking crystal like does, am did, I entitled to tell I you that I always thought that shit was weird like I could say like yeah I'm dating other people but I ain't about to be specific you know what I'm saying well, it like depends a, on the, the, the conversation that you had because if, if you ask me then yeah I'm gonna tell you I'm not gonna tell you at all it's not your business once you become a, once we get I look just no, for so if I'm dating a woman and I ask if she's dating somebody else or other people it is my business if we having sex no it's not 
No, I need to know. It's, if you, it's, it's need, your job to protect yourself. I get you, but if you actively having sex with multiple people, my I have a play in this shit. My my life can be in danger too, even with a condom, even trying to be protected. Like I gotta like, it's some shit that you can add. Like, is it, it, am it I is, the only one? Or are you do it is. But and give we, me the option to 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 say, all right, I fuck with it. Or I don't fuck with it. Yeah, hey, my nigga, it's nobody else's responsibility to protect you. I don't feel that way. I feel like if I'm dating a woman and she tell me I'm dating two other niggas, I'm assuming them two other niggas is fucking. And I'm going to protect myself, plain I and simple. You, but now oh, you really? got, but 100%. But I feel that if I have a stake in this shit too, like if your actions actually impact me and I ask you directly and you tell me no. Because it's not your business. It's my business if your actions literally infects my, impacts no, my health. Then you make the decision that's best for you. That's why with, I ask. No, if no, you don't with, give me the opportunity mm-hmm. to make the decision. Mm-hmm. That's best for me because you're not giving me the information. No, I've given you the information that I'm dating somebody else. We still using condoms, my nigga. Like, well, just I'm, decipher what you want. Well, you, well, I guess we 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 got we do, we thinking two different things. I said if I ask directly, are you dating someone else? I don't want nobody motherfucking name. I don't know. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, I'm dating. Okay, I'm cool. dating. I'm now dating. It gives me the opportunity to be. I'm like, dating. To, else. I'm dating. <laughs> I'm dating till I'm in a is relationship. It, does he look better than me? <laughs> we ain't talking about that shit. You know what I'm saying? But if if like I don't understand what like what like, you, I seen I seen something on Twitter where, like Iman Shumpert gave Tiana Taylor like a list of chicks that he hit. Nah. When, when they got married. Nah. So, was that real though? Because she said he said it. I, okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about all listen, that. Listen, baby, it's not your fucking business. Yeah. I don't know. Whoa, about all that. listen. I'm not giving my wife a list because let me tell you something, sweetheart. I've had some double digit years. Yeah, they they married. And you don't want to know look, me like that. But look, if I done hit four bitches and shit that you work with, I'm telling you. Cause she said she know before like, her, you know what I'm saying? No more. If if you didn't start a new gig and it's four of them bitches in there I didn't hit, and they know Mm-hmm. And you the only one that I know. I'm not gonna play you like that. You need to. I'm get, I'm letting you know because that's a that's a situation just, I don't I, want you to walk but, into. But their circle is different, and I'm sure like it might be a little bit smaller. Tiana's circle probably different. They, yeah. they in that Hollywood yeah. area. It's some people that you probably like. Eh, but if you about those that I'm gonna run into, or any you didn't fuck around with these makeup artists who gonna be doing my like I need to know. It's some shit that be like I need to know not because it's my right or my. It's respect. Like, I yeah. don't want you out here looking bold. Say that embarrassment. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I don't ever want my woman out here looking bold. You know what right. I'm saying? So even if I got side chicks or whatever, like, you should never be in the room and everybody in this bitch know I'm cheating it's except w- you. Like, it's, it's way different with them, though, too, because they married. So, you know, and then she know. You know, he in the league. He was hitting them off before her. So now I'm not about to give you, like, my entire mm-hmm. list of people I've ever been because I don't know. I can't possibly. give you my entire list. I can't. <laughs> I can't. But... I was out on a date, and the waitress was somebody that we that I had hit before, and she was, like, giving me, like, a little extra attention. I didn't even remember that I had sex with her. Whatever. I had some messy-ass years. Yeah, like you extra honey mustard with the wings. Yeah, I had some messy <laughs> years. You're just going to have to live with it, sweetheart. If it's too much for you, then that's cool. Because, like, I'm not for everybody, and I'm mm-hmm. comfortable with that. But, like, if you're going to be with me, this is what it is. Word. Let's just say on the even on the low end, like I said, I've been having sex twenty years. I'm thirty six years old. Shit has been longer than twenty years. I started fucking in fourteen, so I mean it's it's been twenty plus years I've been having sex. Even if you just go on the the low end of the scale, and let's say I just had three partners a year for twenty years. Damn, I forgot to turn the camera on and shit. Hold on, <laughs> go ahead, keep going. Sixty sixty bodies is a respectable number. <laughs> respectable as fuck. 
So I mean, what you really, what you, what are you really asking? How bad you really want to know? Just know I'm not a rookie to this shit. Uh, I am drug and disease free, and yeah, that's the important part. Exactly. And if you want to fuck, I got rubbers at the house, and we can get down and do what we do. We adults. But nah, I'm not. I'm not giving you a list because you know. A list? That's wild. My list changes from year to year. And uh I left somebody off the first time I showed you that. I meant to add such and such. <laughs> I can't I can't even really remember you know, so, like look, when I first got separated and about to get divorced, there was some ugly years. There was some ugly years. You don't want to know that version of Damon. You know, what you getting what you get now is a watered down version of that nigga. You don't want to know the nigga back in 08, 09, Oh, like that's that's not who you want to get familiar with. So, uh, I am drug and disease free. That's all that matters. That's all that should be important to you, shit. Because I can't change my past and I can't change yours either. Now we can craft a new future together. You know what I'm saying? I can be monogamous to you moving forward, but whatever happened, you know, prior to you coming into the picture, it just but is what the, it is. The best um, indicator of future performance is past behavior. So your past does matter. Mm. Hey man, people mm. people change every day. People change every day. I don't want to hear that fuck shit. You now a person can change <laughs> roughly five to look at you on your knees like a slave. Look, five <laughs> to fifteen percent. The core of a person don't change that much, fam. Like you, who you who are like for example, but, you at your core is who you're gonna be for the rest of your life. Now you may meet somebody else that may change a couple things about you. Maybe you eat some new shit, but like who you are right <laughs> <Maybe>. now is <laughs> who eat, the fuck you gonna be. You're not changing tomorrow, fam. <laughs> but you can it's be. very rare that a motherfucker change who the fuck they are. I might core. change my diet. But, <laughs> I'm not but you can but like I've I've seen niggas that have met women that have changed their fucking lives. You know what I'm saying? They're not the same nigga. I get one-offs. Or did they just change their environment? And that was it. I don't know, it, man. I, feel, I always feel like a woman can take a man from good to great. Yeah. You meet you meet the right woman that's everything that you want, and she builds you up. You know, she no, shows you shit. a different version of life. She shows you what you can have and what your yeah. future can look like. If you commit yourself to me and my vision, and we work and build this thing together, that'll turn a nigga from a hoe to a motherfucker that come home every day at 5.30 and be happy as hell in the house. And easily, too. Yeah. I done met some life-changing women in my life. Some of them I, sh- I probably should have married, but I was too busy still wanting to fuck around. So, so it ain't changed that much. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> some about you couldn't change me all the way. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, that's that's dope. All right, man. Let's get into it. We are an hour and eight minutes in, but we, that's okay. We do whatever the fuck we want to do. Uh we do got name tag in the building. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Friend of the show. Yes, sir. Long time coming. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, this supposed to been happening. Yeah. This supposed to been happening. Um, long time supporter. You know what I mean? And we appreciate the support and the love. And you got your own podcast currently. Yes, sir. Uh, and you also, as you said, uh, a rapper with a podcast. Yes, sir. LABO podcast. And you said one of the top 10 rappers out of Detroit. Yep. Now, is that current or just period? Current. Okay. All right. I can fuck with it. Uh, so what? What we got? What are you working on right now? Um, right now. You know what? Before we even get into right now, when did you start rapping? Officially? Yeah. Or we just talking about like when our first. When you, you know, get when, I was when a did kid. you get the, when you get the bug? Like, man, I can really do this shit because everybody didn't rapped at some point. You um, know what I'm saying? Top of high school. Okay. And reason being, before that, 
Um, and, and shout out to Black Milk, my cousin, because before that it was my brothers as well that kind of introduced me to it. My cousins, they was always taking me to the hip hop shop early okay. on. Yeah. So just being in that atmosphere and just seeing the battles and just people getting excited about these lyrics, it something that was real charismatic about that. And um, I didn't realize it then until I got to high school. Because before high school, I was I was trying to make beats. Uh, my cousin gave me his keyboard that he was done with because he ended up graduating and getting like a beat machine. So I was trying to make beats at that time. My brother killed my dreams. Shout out to Beethoven. He killed my dreams. We got into a fight. And um, I thought I could take him. He slammed me on the ground. <laughs> he remembered this shit. <laughs> and he broke my fucking keyboard. It Damn. shattered my dreams. Of he, this is beats. your big brother. Yeah, huh? Beethoven. Black Beethoven. All right, He's all right. um, Actually, the project we got out now, Hello Victory. He's the producer on that. Okay. Um, took my keyboard, slammed it, broke it. I was like, shit, I, never, I can never make beats again. I Shout thought out it was to Big Brother for, for bringing you back and, to reality. like, slam me on the ground. You know, you think you could take your big brother? you like, Absolutely. I, I could take this nigga. Pick me up, slam me on the ground. I, it was over for like, um, I mean, last time me and my brother got into a little scuffle. <laughs> you know, you just think you could take him. Like, <laughs> it was like, uh, I think it might have been like either right after high school. You know what I'm saying? You turn 18, you think you can, think you can go. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. I was 14, actually. This matter of fact, top of high school. And um, I was trying to make beats and at the same time, like, still write. Like, I had always been writing, but it was never really as, like, serious. Like, it's so much music, like, just going on in my family that I was trying to, like, draw and just more so, like, like I say, make beats. Because my brother did beats. Uh, my cousin was doing beats and rapping. So I was like, I can do that, too. But I don't know, man. Once I got to high school and you just saw... Like, everybody that I was cool with at the beginning of the school year was basically getting kicked out. Y'all know how it was a cast. Like, yeah. you got to maintain this grade point average. And so, I mean, the people I was cool with got kicked Half out. Half the niggas gone by 10th And grade. it was like, fuck. No, nah, we talking about, like, uh, second semester. It was like, damn. They just, oh, fuck it. I got a one point seven. I'm out of here. I'm going to Mumford. It's like, damn. I ain't got no friends now. Fuck. So, I'm off in the corner. And, like, um, my boy Josh that I was cool with from art class, um, end up introducing me to, like, his friends that he went to middle school with. He like, they all rap. So I would come to the table, and everybody would be eating on the table just freestyle. I knew I can rhyme, but I was just chill. I was quiet. I wasn't saying nothing. He would always put me on blast. Like, he rapped, too. Y'all need to have him rap one day. And they'd look at me like, man, yeah, right, whatever. So finally one day, I just ended up spitting. Um, they kind of, like, just looking like, oh, shit. And just that feeling just was like, okay. But it wasn't quite serious. That it really didn't become serious until like maybe later that year. Yeah. And at the time, this around everybody that heard Tronic heard the story from Black Mill talking about how he got on. You know, what I'm saying with Slum Village, and um, they were doing a project called Dirty District Volume One. And me, like I said, I'm ninth grade. I'm still trying to. I'm still the younger cousin trying to record with my cousins at the time as well. They were in the group Ten Speed and Brown Shoe. And I would always try to get my verses on there. So finally, I started showing and proving. And we ended up doing this track called Real Life on uh, Dirty District Volume 1 from Slum Village. That was like my first official step, you yeah. know what I'm saying, into the industry. And I just remember telling everybody around school, like, yo, I'm on Slum Village. And they looking like niggas so. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, they didn't understand it. So I don't know. Just from there, I started recording more often with them. And my cousins weren't the type that was just like, all right, you rap. We just going to put you on. Right, you right. They were super critical. Like, you came with some shit that was whack. Man, that shit, nah, that's whack, man. You got, And going to laugh you out the room, too. So it was like, if it was whack, man, I got to be better. So, of course, over the time, as high school went on, 
my friends could spit. Like, I had, like, they were spitters. You know what I'm saying? This was a thing at Cass. Like, we talking about after school, like, ciphers. Oh, yeah. And I was like, shit, I got to get, like, I was good, but I was like, I have to get better. Yeah. And then you start writing those battle bars, you know what I'm saying? And then from there, it just, it kept going, it kept going. I ended up being in a group with my friends that I'm friends with to this day from high school. And then, shit, by the time we got out of high school, I guess everybody was doing their thing at college. And I just decided, I'm going to keep doing it. And from there, shit, fast forward, we talking about like maybe 05, I was trying to put together my own solo project. This is around the time MySpace was popping. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it just kind of just took off from there, man. I just realized like I can do this like without having to get a record deal. Because that's around that time that indie shit really like yeah. true independent shit started popping. So it just kind of took off from there. And I, I ain't looked back since. 04, 05, that was like... Um, Houston started taking over and mm-hmm. it was ultra independent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You said you were in the art at Cass? Yeah, yeah. Likewise. I, um, I, I had Mr. Willard was one of my teachers. Shout out to Mr. Willard. He used to let me smoke in the uh, room where you develop pictures at. Yeah. I had Mr. Tyus and Mr. Smith. Not enough tone in that picture. Yep. It's my nigga Black Jesus, Mr. Yeah, Tyus. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Mr. Smith used to have this saying, F is for fun. Yep. And I had a whole <laughs> lot of fun in his class. I skipped in like so many classes yeah, with I Mr. Took, Smith. Uh, like photo, I had photography and I did art. Well, we had all the random shits in the middle of the room. You know, we had a drive. This was in 96. Was my nigga Levy still there? Yeah. I can't fucking stand Mr. Levy, dog. Damn. We had art history, man. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah. You know, it's, I it's, told this. Before you go into this, I told this nigga Levy in art class, hey, yo, fuck you, Levy, dog, and I stormed out. This nigga jumped up because it was like a day or two before a parent-teacher conference. And let me tell you something. My mama missed one parent-teacher conference from kindergarten to 12th grade. And he was like, I'm going to tell your mother that you said, fuck you, Levy, dog. <laughs> and that nigga told, her, told my mama that shit verbatim. I mm. couldn't stand Shout out he, to Mr. Levy. I hated art because of him. Man, you know what's so funny? Because... I wanted to know like how you started rapping and why you started rapping. It's like high school lunchrooms start most careers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is about that. I wanted to do it always. So my brother, even when they were in high school, they had groups and just being in all of that. <laughs> but like you say, just something about that. Like I didn't start rapping until the eleventh grade. Just that a lord niggas beating on the table. Yeah, just the but, crowd that gathers. But in tenth grade, in the lunchroom, niggas would go in there and start. The niggas I was sitting with started rapping. Some niggas was stealing like Biggie bars and shit and like put a bunch of uh, all together and shit. But like when these niggas started rapping, I'm like, oh, that shit kind of cool. And like, I'm like, I think I can do that. Like years and years ago as a kid, Netta, Netta almost killed my rap career, right? So <laughs> I'm like, well, how do you rap? Like you, like you just gotta say rhyme words. I was like, like rat, cat, hat, pass. You like, no, Jason, that's that's not how you do it. Like you can't rap. I was like a kid, kid, and so I never ever tried again. But like in tenth grade, when you see these niggas at the lunchroom doing that shit, I'm like, that's when you really start trying to hone your skill. Because I I could easily tell the story. Yeah, when I was little, I wrote my first verse or whatever. But it's like, nah, it really started. You know what yeah. I'm saying? In that lunchroom, right then and there. So I owe a lot to that to my friends, and then like I say, definitely my cousin just for like really. So do you remember the verse that was like that you wrote was like, man, nigga, this shit so fucking cold. I'm about to rap. Mm. Cause it's always that one verse, like, like I for, I found like an old ass notebook from like, well, shit, clearly more than twenty years ago and shit. And like I found all this shit, which was horrible. I don't. But I'm, I might have said some shit in one of the bars, like. 
on track, song with the Mich- like the Michelin Man or whatever, and it, that was just a big thing, like, yeah. whoa, you know. But <laughs> in Reggie, it probably was whack now that I really go back, but that probably was it. But, yeah, man, that lunchroom, dude, like, and then at the same time, like those ciphers just after knowing I had to be on the bus. Because if, if you had that eight-hour schedule, it was like, shit, I'm out of here like 3.50. The bus run like every hour, so fuck it. I'm about to jump in the cypher real quick. And that was just like the thing. And knowing like there were seniors, and I'm a freshman at the time, and people like praised the seniors, some of the juniors that could really spin. I'm looking like, man, they all right. But I got this. You know what I'm saying? You was around there around the time Sean and Tony yeah. and was graduating. We would, we would do like cyphers with them cats. Not even, you know, at the time, obviously, nobody they just, knew. They just you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we definitely would cipher with them, like, often. You know, um, Oberolin was there around the time. So it was just – that shit is crazy. Like, now that you bring it up and I'm really thinking about it, like, yeah, that's where I really got better. You know what I'm saying? Because at first just being in the basement with your cousins, you seeing them, you trying to mimic what they do. And then now you're around these people that you've never met day in your life, and you just, damn, they rap too? Like, shit, you in it like that? Because it's, it's what you said. Like, people was taking bars from, like, Biggie, putting shit together. My boy – Shout out to my boy uh, on point. He and another one of our friends, they would always uh, be at the lunch table, and I hadn't heard the Dynasty album yet. So I was behind on that. Changed the game. They would always do that beat on the lunch table. And my boy Point would always do, they would do the back and forth like uh, like Siegel and Bleak. Yeah. And I was looking like, oh, this shit is fucking incredible. Like, <coughs> how's they freestyling this shit or whatever? Until one day I just happened to hear it. And I called them out on that shit. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we put our own rhymes in there. We put our own names and shit. So I'm like, man, y'all ain't even doing y'all own shit. Y'all niggas just steal <laughs> cannabis bars all the oh, time. Oh, man. Any wood, like, we had a guy get, that used like, to do that. He used to download the cannabis lyrics, read them. And that shit is crazy. A whole lot back in the day. Wow. Be, yeah. So when did you start, uh, like, all right, bet. Now now that you, you didn't, you come from a musical family. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's talented. You're trying to prove yourself, trying to get on with them. 2005 come around, MySpace come around. So when did you actually start putting out a project that you think, like, other people that you respected heard, and you're like, all right, nigga, this shit is... Um, 2007, ahead of the basics. People, anybody that's been following my career, like, from the start will tell you, like, hey, ahead of the basics was like that shit. Because at that time, for me, this was right shit. At, like I say, at the same time, Black Moon, my cousin, but then at the same time, he like an older brother. Yeah. So... I'm trying to compete. And that's how our family is. It's like, so like, why y'all don't work together a lot? It's like, we do. But at the same time, it's still us competing with each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So being that he did beats, it was like, okay, that's a whole nother field. So I'm like, I have to prove myself and show that I can spit. So I remember, like, most of the head of the basics was written probably from, like, the years 04, 05, 06. You know what I'm saying? Just writing them just like, I got some shit. And then knowing, like, who your favorite MCs from the city was, like, man, how can you top this nigga Elzai? How can you, you know what I'm saying? So I'm starting high. I'm, like, I'm not even thinking about, like. One of the best rappers I've ever heard, You rap, know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm still trying to, like, at this time, writing these verses. My favorite Elzai verse to this day, I don't care what he put out, was the joint off uh, Welcome to Detroit, the. Um, I heard you was looking for me, but it's sort of like you looking to be in the wrong place was your arm's way of getting took for your things. Like, my, what do you say? I, the other day, I was like, this nigga really said my rap's finishing like strokes to black citizens, and somehow I kept missing that. I'm like, dog, this untouchable. So trying to follow that, you know what I'm saying, is how the entire Ahead of the Basics mixtape was made and, and released. So mm. 
that was my way in. Now, uh, you recently had um, so tell me about placement and things of that nature. So okay. you've been grinding and you got a song that was placed like on ESPN first take. Yep. How that come about? Um, there was this cat from here that DDT used to engineer for. And he would always tell me, yo, this guy ended up moving to Atlanta to focus on strictly that. He was here, he was grinding, you know, selling these CDs and everything out the trunk. And he ended up going to Atlanta, got with an agent. So that was like a plus for him. You got an agent now that's, oh, shit, I ain't got no agent. But let me pick his brain. I hit him up once and just was like, yo, I see you doing your thing. DDT told me about you. Salute. Left it at that. Not knowing he was watching me grind on my own. You know what I'm saying? And put my music out there and say like, yo, I was putting it out there like I'm going to get this, my music and TV and film or whatever. I'm going to figure it out. And, you know, we talk online what we going to do or whatever. So I'm like, I'm going to figure this out. He kept hearing my music. And, you know, they say if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Facts. He hit me up on Facebook one day. And just was like, yo, I'm going to get your music. Artists I don't even know personally at all. He's like, yo, I'm going to get your music to a music supervisor at ESPN that I have a relationship with. So do you got your own, you got your publishing shit together? I'm like, yeah, I'm with ASCAP. Okay, are you registered as a song? I'm like, yeah, I'm with ASCAP. So, all right, have all that together. Make sure you have everything ready like, as far as like that particular song that you're going to you know submit. I'm like, shit, nigga, I got a whole folder. Of everything that me, me and my brother have produced, or anybody that I've produced music with that wasn't sampled, because I knew they weren't gonna fuck with it if yeah. I didn't, you know, obviously right. we didn't clear the sample. Hit me up, sent it that same. I was ready. As soon as the, he he forwarded with me in the email, yo, this is name tag, whatever, whoop de whoop. The guy hit me back, okay, just send me a, a Dropbox link or whatever. All right, cool. Sent him a Dropbox link, sent him all my info, sent me the uh, lyrics or whatever, had the lyrics ready. Sent all that, and within, I think, a month, he was like, you know, we want to get your uh, music placed on the month of October of, what was that, like 2015 for uh, First Take. Hmm. And then from there, it was like, all right, if I got that, I can get more. And then a few more placements just start rolling in, and here we are today. Yeah, I know you were, um, I forget where, where the conversation was. Maybe it was online. Maybe, I don't know, remember where the conversation was at. But we were talking about, um, well, the conversation was about not so much streaming and numbers, but but placements. And placements yeah. are uh, basically being more important Absolutely. than anything because you get put in front of so many people. Absolutely. So what I've been noticed just looking not at Not even your, your core audience. Just just a wider audience. Like the streams went up on that. And, and streams is like some crazy shit today. So... The way I saw it was like, um, okay, let's say you an indie artist. So they come to the indie artist because clearly they don't have that big artist budget. Right. So, all right, we may not have a Drake song, but who got a song like that? And then sometimes they'll play some corny, some corny shit. You know what I'm saying? You'd be like, Ugh. But you be so, I mean, but, but I'll tell you why, me personally, why I think those placements are so, so great. First time I heard Kid Cudi, Day and mm-hmm. Night, was on NBA Live. You like, who was that? And, like, the song was so fucking dope, I used to just <clears> let that motherfucker play. I, didn't, I had right. no idea who Cudi was. And then, like, after the song went off, 
it was another song that came on. Like it was like, I'm from Cleveland. I forget where it, it said I'm from whatever. And I was, was online trying to, I've never found that song by the way, but trying mm-hmm. to find that shit. Now kid Cuddy is, he clearly blew up and did everything. Right. But the first time I ever heard day and night, was on like an NBA Video Live, game. whatever, whatever. You remember year that the first was. Grand Theft Auto? Like they had like an urban station. Yeah, shit, what was that? Part three had Royce the Royce yeah. on there. Yeah. Royce the Five Nine and yeah. Pretty Ugly had a hard ass. So you know he was shit. eating off that. You know, you know what, what I'm saying? saying? Like, and that gives you a whole different audience. And I wouldn't even think about that then. I'm yeah. just like, oh shit, Royce the Five Nine on here. But now I'm like, oh shit. Like in that game, if you go back and play it. You bring back the nostalgia and everything yeah. like that. That shit is always going to be in the yeah, fucking game. Exactly. You yep. know what I'm saying? So I did notice on via like social media, um, like you'll put like a, a snippet of a video or a snippet of a song, but not just a snippet of the song. It'll have the lyrics on there yeah, yeah. going with the song. Right. Uh, which I think is extremely dope. Why'd you go that route? Um, actually, shout out to Dean Garcia. He um he tagged me in that on Instagram, and I was like, "What is this?" Like he always tagged me and stuff. That he think I might be interested. In, like you might want to fuck with this. And I'm like, line for line, what is that? It's crazy because I think the people that run that that company are like hip hop heads, because everything on there. And I don't know if they got a connection to Mass Appeal, but it's always something that's like Nas related. Or it's like, you know, like they'll be like uh, an example of lyrics or they'll, they'll like if you send the lyrics, they'll hit you back. I was like, OK, you need to space this apart like It'd this. It'd be a real person to hit you back because I, yeah. I I think I went to them based off something that you posted. It's crazy. And they's like, well, we work, we do shit for podcasts, too. Yeah. So if you want to, you've got like a little snippet. That, I didn't know um, that. I, I don't know if it's that company, but like we got a little snippet for you. Uh-huh. I thought it was a generic message or whatever. Okay, and then they could be back like, "Hey, I see that you didn't respond." See, uh, it, it's those brand new companies. Yeah, they, like, like, they we, got somebody recon, like we see that you shop talk podcast. I'm gonna give you one for free. Uh, here now, they went on there and pulled the wrong shop talk. They got the niggas who mm. do motorcycles and some shit in the West Coast, and so they sent me one a minute clip, and it had like mm. the words. I'm like, oh, that that's like, oh, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? Huh. Because it sets you apart. I, when I'm scrolling down my timeline, I see that shit. See the lyrics. You know or what I'm just saying? The words in general. Yeah, that's an episode. It make it make me listen to the to to the actual bars when I yeah. see the words. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I listen to lyric. I watch lyric videos. Or I listen to songs and I bring up Genius on my phone at mm-hmm. the same time. Or Apple got the lyrics. I'm heavy on that. Well, let me, you know what I'm saying? I did it with Royce. I'm like, let me, I got to see the lyrics when I hear this shit. It feels different. Yeah. When I listen to Blood on the Leaves and read the lyrics at the same time the song playing, the song right. feels different to me. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. He When he tagged me and I was like, what is this? I checked it out and I was like, and they were new. So at the time, it was like, okay, you could submit all the lyrics you can. And then after so long, I think they charge you for it if you want to submit more than one song a month. So now it's like, okay, boom, I'll submit something. And it'll be like, all right, you know, you get once a month or you just pay this fee or whatever. But the whole Hello Victory um, EP is on there. And and the cool thing about it is, <coughs> like, listeners or, or fans can actually share those lyrics to create their own videos off of it. Mm. So you can go on there and just be like, all right, I like this specific bar from the song or this specific 45 seconds of the song. Let me go ahead and create this and share it on Instagram or whatever social media platform. Do you get like the stats of how many people have shared your stuff? Um, No, because oh. I haven't really pushed it to get people to do it. So I would just do it on my own and like post it. Like the crazy, when I did the uh, Ready or Not Freestyle, I was like, when I do it, I want to put it out. But then immediately after, let me go ahead and put the lyrics with it too. You know what I'm saying? So... Man, I think that's dope, man. Uh, yeah, posted. Uh, I don't know how I came across the one with the background and like the Forty Eight Laws of Power. Yeah, man, I love that shit. I oh, uh, appreciate it. 
I love that shit. I wouldn't find it on SoundCloud. Uh, that was on the fly too. The uh, survival of the uh, survival of the fittest freestyle. Yeah. So people that are not familiar with you, not familiar with your podcast, where can they find more information out about you? Um, the main website. I used to have my own direct artist website, but it's mainly leadingbelegendary.net. And then me directly at name tag A L X N D R on Twitter at name tag Alexander on Instagram. Same on Facebook too. Okay. When do you normally drop the podcast episodes? Oh, that's so spaced out. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I like I, I you I when I first came out with it, I was trying to do like every week, every two weeks, but now like just trying to commit do that music. I see what everybody else I said, man, niggas be doing this shit per week. I said, I don't know. I said, I see why the fuck Joe Budden retired. How the fuck you going? Well, you, <laughs> you know, know what I'm saying? And it was so funny and shit that uh, people think that you got to drop every week. And you don't. You don't. You really don't. You do need to, whatever you started with or whatever your audience is com- is familiar with, yeah. you need to stay on that. But like, if, if you we drop- didn't drop for two weeks now, it would be like, nigga. Y'all so consistent. I'll be here. Like, what happened? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And that's what so, it would be. Man. And then y'all more in tune, too, with like what's going on in, in culture in general. So that's good to drop each week. So people looking for that. You know what I'm saying? Me, it's like I'm probably dropping, yo, if y'all want to distribute your music here. Or we just might have some rent. Like I might hit up Dean or I might hit up an artist that I know. Like, yo, y'all want to talk some shit about this or whatever. And then, boom, it's an episode. That's really how I play my shit out. Like, I don't really be like, oh, let me drop. Yeah, listen to your last week. one uh, when you was nervous about doing it by yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. Don't be nervous, man. You talking, I mean, it is what it is. But that was a dope, that was a dope, very informative and inspirational Appreciate it. Inspirational. What made you start the podcast? You know, the the way this happened, it was exactly like this. I had just got finished, you know, working with my daughter. She had just got out of school. This was in the wintertime. So uh, DDT at the time lived right up the street from me. So I just hit him. I was like, hey, man, I got the iPad. Let's, you ready? You feel like doing a podcast episode. You're like, oh, you know, I don't like talking. So hey, look, we just need to do an episode. And I just, I had nothing written down. I just basically kicked it with him about how he got his start. And that was the first episode. I liked the feel of it. So I was like, let me just go ahead and do more. I know a lot of artists. I know producers. I know MCs. Why not just have them tell their story? Yeah, so, DDT is somebody we've been wanting to get. Yeah, get shout out to DDT, man. D- Detroit legend. Detroit legend. Shout out to DDT, dog. So peep this out. DDT was, uh, he's the first person to play our music on the radio. I he think, played, I was the, yeah, he uh, played mine first. My my mom gave him the CD, which is so crazy. My mom gave him the CD, and then one day he just hit us up like, yeah, I didn't have this shit for a while, and I really fuck with it. Um, can y'all come up to, you know, what's next on the menu? We're going to play it, you know what I'm saying? And, like, he did, you know what I'm saying? He started fucking with it, and um, we was doing a, uh, one of Pete's, the last project we did, we did, it was called Free Radio, and uh, he did a drop for it. You know, we had a, a, a telephone number, like, hey, just call this number, leave a message and shit. And he came in there, and at the end, he was like, man, just put me on this shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then we put, so we made sure, like, that shit hit the album and shit, man. I tell him this shit all the time, like, you, he got stories, I'm like, yo, you need to do a podcast, you got the voice for it. Like, no, I just, I don't, I don't like talking, I don't really. Man, so. we need him on, I, we, we need him on the podcast, man. Yeah. yeah. This is the camera we on right here? Which both one? Of them. Both of them. Yeah. DDT. Get on Shop Talk, man. Yeah, man. He he's on our short bucket list. Yeah, man. He, he's in real life. You know, it's a list of people that I wanted to, to, to bring in here and talk to. It's a bunch of deep because I want to do a Detroit Legends yeah, yeah. tour. There's a lot of people who I want to talk to Mason. I want to talk to Tune oh, yeah. Up. That'd you know dope. what I'm saying? Like these are people who've been trick, on radio. Trick. Absolutely. Definitely trick yep. trick. Like these people that have been on radio and been a part of like 
Mason, you've been a, for my whole entire life. Forever. You know what I'm saying? You know so. what I'm saying? You've been a part of Detroit radio. And like, there's a bunch of people. Shit, Dr. Dare has been on the radio for 15 years, at oh, least. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? At least on both stations and shit. Like, it's a bunch of Detroit legends that they need, they, they just do. Uh, New Era, need, Detroit, Marv yeah. One. A lot of people I, don't know I, the I talked stories. to them last week. Um, okay. We exchanged information and yeah. Yeah, we want to get Marv and Quest on here so we can battle y'all on here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo! It's like, <laughs> I saw Quest saying something before about starting a podcast. I'm like, do it. Well, shit, you know, <laughs> Shop Talk Podcast Studios, we got the Absolutely. right spot for them. You and know when you mean? see the blue and the black. You know where you at. Goddamn right. Shop Talk Podcast Studios. And we got a green screen in the other room, so y'all need to try to do some video work oh, yeah. as well. Two studios running in a, a media room. So hit us up at shoptalkpod.com. The booking information is on there. You can book right through the website. If the date is on the website, it's available. Best time more than ever to be putting out content. Like, I had my moments. I was like, damn. Like, I will literally have days where I'd be like, all right, I'm going to do an episode. Boom. That's it. But then the rap bug hit me. and I'm like, all right, I got to write. Fuck this. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that balance there be kind of like. Man, drop weird. a song on the end of your podcast. I was doing it. You know, was every doing, episode. Because I'll be thinking about doing this shit now, like with other people, I just focus like at the yeah. end of the podcast. Because sometimes don't nobody want to listen to a whole song at the beginning. Right. I'm going to throw that at the end for people who want to listen to it. He or go sneak one. that shit somewhere in the middle. Like, Nori started doing that shit. I'm like, Nori going to play a pod. He going to play a single in the middle of the podcast. Yeah. Like, fuck it. And then you stuck. <laughs> yeah. I was doing it like just putting like a single at the beginning yeah. or I was just wait to the end, like let it play out or whatever. Then it was like some, I'm like, all right, I ain't going to do no music. It's, it'd just be random. I don't really, that would be good to like it, debut some exclusive shit It'd be shit the gift there. and the curse, man. Because soon we put some music on there, then like I got an inbox full of rappers oh, yeah. saying Absolutely. like, put me on. I'm like, Dog. yo. You know what I'm saying? Our audience don't really want to hear that all the time. And we do, we do hip hop shit, but like. And you're terrible and you have 130 followers on Instagram. No, thank you. Well, you know, the follower crowd don't matter all the time. No, Some it doesn't, but it's a good indicator if people give a fuck about listening to your music <laughs> or not. <laughs> Speaking of music, you know, as. And I got to apologize to my nigga City because he was here last week. That was a good episode. Yeah, and I didn't give City the music pick of the week. So, number one, I want to apologize for City. We got a. I know we threw your information on the last episode, but I should have dubbed you with the music pick of the week. But not to break tradition, my music pick of the week. I'm going with my nigga name tag Alexander, and we're gonna go with the single "The One." Hey, hey, off of uh, the Hello Victory EP. So let's talk about Appreciate that right that. quick. Very interesting uh, situation with the one. Um, like I said, Black Beethoven produced the entire uh, EP. This whole project started by, shout out to Nicole Churchill, I had her on the episode of the podcast, who basically said to me what type of music they were looking for to pitch for placements. And she gave me the, you know, the concept, like, they're looking for a song like this, a build-up, and we end up doing Klein. Now, me, I thought Klein would just be a single. I'm like, they gonna fuck with this. Being an artist, I put it out. He was like, yo, that's dope. The lyricist, for the most part. Right. And we got to making more songs, and that beat for the one had just been sitting there. I kept listening to it. I was like, I hit my brother with it. I'm good, love. I'm good. And <laughs> you got to wait for know the pen saying? to move you. I'm like, no, I, just, I didn't want to touch it, period. I was like, you need to just pitch that on your own and hope, you know, that get picked up for a commercial. And he explained to me that, you know, my niece, his youngest daughter, had a hand in producing it. Not like saying, like, yo, this is how you should do it. You should put this over here, but just... Letting him know, like, you should do that, like, the beatboxing and all that at the beginning, that's him. Um, the singing, that's him on the hook. All of that. A lot of the effects. And he did that vocally and then played everything else. 
But come to find out, my niece played that at her school for a presentation, just mm. basically kind of like saying, I helped my father executive produce this. And he said, she said it'll be good, a good idea for you to write to that. And I was like, I love my niece, but I'm not writing that. You know, so I'm not doing it. We was already, um, at the time, like five, maybe four or five songs in for the Hello Victory EP. And I, that was the very last song, literally, because I for so long I was like, I'm not doing it. Not that I thought it was corny, but I just was like, nah, I'm straight. I just, I don't know. I just didn't feel like doing the, the certain bop that I had on there originally. But then I kept listening to it. And he, you know, you hear some shit on some loud speakers. He played it. Right speakers make everything sound great, man. And, oh, it, yeah. and it dropped. And he, he, the way he explained it to me, he said, man, you just got to have something on here that just got like a, something to make people feel good. Like they just waking up in the morning and just about to have like, a, it's about to be a nice ass day out. You need something like that. And I was like, I still wouldn't move. I sit with it. So I got home, sat with it for a couple of days. And then I was like, all right. Originally, the first verse was a freestyle I did to Timmy Turner. Because I'll do that. I have a freestyle. And I'll be like, all right, fuck it. That's, that's not even a real song. It's a freestyle. It's, it's a test. Yeah. So let me just put that verse here. I edited it a little bit. And then the second verse, I actually um, I actually pinned that. It was like, all right, this would be an original for the track. Did it. I didn't have a hook. So I got there, and I really, a lot of my hooks I freestyle. I won't freestyle my verses, but I'll definitely, like, just think of a hook there on the fly and just be like, all right, let's use that. So I just did the whole rest in peace of my mom. I was like, hey, mom, look at your son now. Me and my father got a relationship, but it's like we talk off and on. So I'm like, I'll just say, you know, let me tell my pops your son is the one out so you can know what's going on. Like, this is this is what I'm doing as far as the music. And that's really how it came about. And my niece, like, she's on it. Every time I post it, she retweeting it or reposting it somewhere. That's dope. The kids be knowing. That's extremely dope. Yeah, they do. All right, man, I do got a who mans is this, uh, but it's actually a woman. Uh, we don't discriminate. Y'all know we didn't talk about this shit on the podcast a few times, and, and people thought I was playing and shit. But there is a young woman who does dentistry out of her crib. Oh, man. Mm. If you're from Detroit, you've seen this shit. Yeah. Well, recently, She's on the Facebook marketplace and everything. You cleaning yeah. teeth on the patio? Hey, man, she doing braces out the crib. <laughs> braces, $150. Oh, uh, no. $50 to tighten them up, like $100 to do teeth whitening. But she got caught on one of those uh, snitch on you uh, Fox 2 shits. Hey, man, I've been on Problem Solver. Shit happens. Uh, <laughs> it's like Tail Matt or some shit. I, I don't know what the dude's name is, but he they sent it like an undercover camera to her crib and he she was like oh yeah this is this and this she was like oh you you work because they was like on the, this dirty ass porch in the city mm-hmm. and shit and she's like oh you worried because it's in the house she's like yeah oh no we and she like either do them at her house or your house or whatever and she gave him all the prices and then he dipped and then the white dude come back like hey you were doing teeth and shit like out of your house she's like no i'm not like you didn't just tell my man that she was uh about to do you know you would do his braces no i didn't tell him anything about braces like, well, you know how I know? Like, how you know? Because he was an undercover producer. And then she's like, wow. She she hit him with the wow. Who man says this? Lying through her teeth, ironically. <laughs> but like, listen. Bold ass teeth, probably. <laughs> the thing is, you're doing some illegal shit, right? And this is some dangerous shit. Like, even if, because some of the pictures do look kind of good. Like, she know a little bit of what she's doing. <laughs> but, like, you advertise this shit. You got Instagram pages. You in the Facebook marketplace. Like, you are advertising online that you're doing some illegal shit. Sponsoring and then posts. when a nigga come up to you, like, did you do this? You be like, no, I didn't do it. Like, bitch, you online. It's like, a sponsored post right here the on reason, Instagram. We the, see you. We he- we are here because we found you online and came directly to your house. <laughs> 
Like you were doing this out of your house. Now shout out to her for the, her ingenuity. Hey man, black people are incredible. But who names is this? Like this is some underground shit that shouldn't you should not find online that we should only hear about in dark alleys. Hey man, you know how shit. expensive braces are. More than one hundred fifty dollars. I had them. Yeah. My son got braces. He got a used car in his mouth. I, I keep telling him, like, you're not getting a car when you turn 16. He's looking out for so the still community. paying off these bitches. You know what I'm saying? But who man's is this? Y'all should have got your girl. And uh, So if she did your braces and now these bitches is on, you got to go to a real orthodontist to get these hoes taken now off. Now, you fuck around and die some shit fuck around with y'all. Do you get your, your you, you get yeah. a fucking infection or some shit? Like, your face swell up? Like, like, dog, that's, that's not some shit that you, you know what I'm I saying? I remember when you had... Nigga, we did an episode. Tooth infection. Nigga, we did an episode, and nigga, the next morning, nigga, I woke up, my face was giant, nigga. My shit was I had a I had to have an emergency uh, root canal and all the other bullshit, nigga. And they were like, dog, the infection can leak. It, like yeah. if you don't do something, like it'll get placed, and you'll fuck around and die from a toothache or some shit. Like, look, if you want if you want cheap braces, here's the hookup. Go to U D. They got a dentistry school there. They do them at a very good discounted rate. Get you some braces. The end. Yeah. So, uh, whose man is that to her? The article was online. These Zamero actually did a, sh- uh, they did a joint on it. I'm like, this is a bitch. We need to, we'll talk about this offline. She got a sponsored post on Instagram floating around. Everybody's seeing the That's shit. That's crazy, though. Like, but then, yeah, but no, it wasn't me. It's you on the internet and we're at your house. You live here. No, I don't. Shit. You know how we talked about earlier, don't lie, lie, lie. Deny, deny, deny. Shit. All right, man. It's time for the benediction. It's Dame going wild on everything that matter. Tell your mama to add me. Search name tag Alexander on all social media platforms. And uh, Jay Johnson 313, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, most importantly, follow Shop Talk Podcast and Shop Talk Podcast Studios. They're about to get swept, bro. Also, Golden State is up 81 to 65 God, in the third damn. quarter with two minutes left. This could be over. Bring out the brooms. Third quarter Warriors. LeBron and Philly next year. And Steph just hit another three. Shit is going downhill very fast. Shout out to the Warriors. And it was another steal. And I'm giving y'all a play. I'll play. All right, man. We out this bitch, man. (laughs) Not saying we're the Rockefeller podcast. But we are Jay and Dane. Hell yeah. Peace.